following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. The heel, the seal, the deal, the villain, the safe, gentleman, the anti-hero, the IWC, your boy, Mister Rated R, and our third man on the broadcasting team. We got a third man. Yeah, we got a third man. Okay, he is the king of hamburger meat. Yeah, he is the voice of the Mark organization. Yeah, he's the spoiler specialist. (laughs) And he's the executioner of excuses from Suplex City, bitch. Yo, 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 yo. Let yo. Me speak on this. Let's go. Speak up. How y'all doing? Sammy Suplex is not in the building, but he's on the show. Ah, yeah, man. This is the Lucha Outsider Show. Who? Lucha Outsider Show. Who? Lucha Outsider Show. Nice. It's a good show. I've heard. <laughs> so, once again, we have reunited, like Voltron, the Avengers. Yes. Um, what other? Yes. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Power Rangers. The 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 uh, Police Academy. Oh, see now you're showing. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, kind of, kind of, we reunited because obviously uh, Sam is not. Reunited and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to JoJo Feeney because I just realized something about this podcast. What did you? What? what if you? I just realized something right now. So. <laughs> Jojo Phoenix part of uh, Keeping It 100 with Conan and Disco Inferno, right? Dale. I just realized that Leo is the Disco Inferno of this show because yeah. he doesn't let people talk just like Disco Inferno does on the podcast. No, this is the, the first uh, the time that I don't let you speak. Do your no! intro. No! Okay, sorry. No! So, speaking of Leo, Leo's here. You know, yes! shout out to Leo. Yes! Yes! Go ahead. I'm your truly Mr. Rated R. And the returning, after a little hiatus, who? Sammy Suplex. <laughs> yo, 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 what's good? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up with the heat? What's up with the heat? Listen, Sam, you've been hey, catching some heat, bro. You've been catching some heat lately. Yeah. What was the heat for? I don't know, man. It's like you're kind of on a Brock Lesnar schedule when it comes to this podcast. Kind of. <laughs> kind I, of. I have a life. I have a life. Oh, All right. Hey, man. I had some shit going on last weekend, and um, I have my car situation this week. No, 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 so. no, no. But at least you're on the show this week, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, the last week, uh, it's been pretty crazy. My my house 
has gotten an upgrade. So the next time you come here, you're going to see it. It looks amazing. By the way, I've never been. So just saying, I don't get invited. You're always welcome. You know what I mean? But you never leave the house. I do. I left yesterday. I went to mass. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let, let's Congratulations. go. Congratulations. You played yourself. All right. Let's, let's, let's talk about takeover. Let's talk about takeover because I'm going to go on a, on a limb here My mommy. and say that Last night, TakeOver War Games was probably the best WWE show they put out all year. Mama mia! Now, WWE as a whole? As a whole. Or just NXT? No, or? no, 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 no. As a whole, this was the best show WWE has put out all year. I'm thinking it. I can't, I can't think of anything that It's hard to come up it. with a second. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really And, and I feel like here. the second probably could be another TakeOver if there's a second. But, like, you got to understand, it was a four-match card, not including the pre-show. Mm -hmm. And top to bottom, and you could even include the pre-show match. You know, shout-outs to uh, Shane Strickland and uh, Garza Jr. Because, you know, they, yeah, they, that was a good match they, they started out with a great opener. But, like, even not including that, it was a four-match card. And top to bottom, that show was amazing. I, I can't knock it in any way. And it was a four-match card. Now, what made it amazing? Do you think it was just a four-match format where you weren't inundated with new people to get uh, emotionally invested in? Um, By the way, people are saying Thundercats, too. We come together. Connor Kent with them. It's a good Thundercats. No? Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, um, it was a it was a great show. Uh, Sam, I know uh, you watched it last night, too. Uh, what's your thoughts on it before we, you know, you know, go around the room? My thoughts on it are the the storytelling in the War Games matches themselves were top notch. I feel like Finn Balor and Riddle had Finn Balor's best match of the year. Okay. Um, they left me wanting more. It wasn't too long. Um, it it was just nonstop action from the start yeah, to I the end. See impact. You know. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's the disco. I, I enjoyed the show. it. Me and my wife watched it and. You know, I I couldn't complain about anything. It, it was great. Now, I, I saw some people out there giving it 10 out of 10 or five stars like Meltzer or six stars for the whole show. Do you feel that same way, Sam? Like, do you feel like it was... It, okay, it is one of the best shows out of the whole year. But do you think it was a perfect 10? Tell you the linger. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I can't complain about, uh, about anything. It was short and sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, they p told great stories in the war games matches. There was some great spots. The way that men's match finished with Tommaso Ciampa and Adam Cole mm -hmm. off the top of the cage was absolutely incredible. Um, the women's oh match told God. a great story. <laughs> the women's match told a great story. Okay. Uh, we got that heel turn from Dakota Kai, and um, man, Shayna Baszler took the L. Uh, she took the pin, which. I really feel like they're going to be taking Rhea Ripley to that next level. I feel like they see something in her just like we see something in her. Mm -hmm. I mean, she she looks got the look, got got the the swagger, got everything that a WWE superstar should be. Um and like I said, the Matt Riddle and uh Finn Balor match was amazing, you know what I mean? So, left left me wanting more. So I I 10 out of 10. I can't I can't say anything bad about it. What about you, Mario? I think it was a perfect 10. Shout-outs to Sean Spears. Uh, mm -hmm. The 
you know the the main event you know let's start off with that since that was like the the last thing that we yeah. saw you know I, one thing i wanted to point out is they were all ex ring of honor guys every single one of them in the ring mm-hmm. and they all uh you know they put their bodies in so much shit you know like the spots here and there you know adam cole with that devastating um destroyer panada uh um panama sunrise to to ko um, and you know one thing about KO because uh, I'm in a group chat and I actually showed you the the screenshot mm-hmm. uh, Leo privately. So I'm in the group this group chat with a whole bunch of buddies of mine. Uh, Yuri's in there, X is in there. What's uh, up, Yuri? Um, and some of the people, yes. some people I met throughout the years at, at wrestling shows. You know, some people from the UK, some people from Texas, and uh, uh, my boy Parker. Uh, he messaged us and was like, "So who do you think is gonna be the mystery guy in Team Champa?" So I went. I just you know I was like Morrison would be really really cool, but. I have a funny feeling, that, and this was Friday. I was like, I have a funny feeling it's going to be KO. And I kind of explained, like, hey, the Undisputed Era attacked on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Triple H wasn't really supporting that. So it's not like he approved that, like, uh, spot where Undisputed Era attacked KO when yeah. Triple H and KO were in the ring on Monday night. And uh, I think this tells an even further story going into tonight for Survivor Series because you have KO part of being being part of Team Raw, but now mm. everybody in Raw kind of gives KO the side eye. Like, yo, you were just tagging with Champa then the night before. Yeah. So there's now... You're going to turn on us now. Exactly. So now you have some heat within Team Raw. And another thing that mm. I liked about KO coming out was even though KO was a great surprise, he, had, he was rocking the old school uh, KO NXT shirt, it didn't take away from the rest of the match. Like, yeah. it wasn't all about KO. If you look back at that match, KO did the least amount of stuff in that match. But he still served his purpose, which was a really, really good thing. Was that the loudest pop of the night for you, Mario? It's between KO, surprise return, Champa's entrance with the mask, and mm-hmm. I think Dakota Kai's heel turn. I think those were the three loudest pops of the night. Okay. What about you, Sammy? Yeah, that that was probably the loudest pop of the night, and probably going off the top of the cage, too. I mean, that, that shit was incredible. You know what I mean? So let's talk about that spot because uh, they put the camera on Britt Baker, and Britt Baker looked devastated after that spot. Yeah, yeah. And I read something that Triple H actually feels bad that they put her on camera that um, the cameraman didn't know it was her, or something like that. But yeah, because I, I, I was explaining it to Leo that when you're like shooting this, you're looking for reactions, and I yeah. guess her reaction was so priceless because it was real because it's <laughs> his girlfriend. Now, now, do you yeah. think that that he told her he was going to do that? No, absolutely no. not. Cole, there's no it, way Cole told her that. Because if you say that, they're, they're going to be like, no, don't do it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you know? there, there's no way There's no way Adam Cole told Britt Baker what they were going to mm-hmm. do. And plus, he was taking the bump, well, well the brunt of the bump. Mm-hmm. That that was crazy, though. Sammy, what did you What's think up? of Britt Baker on the on the screen there? It was a nice surprise. I thought they did it on purpose. Um, now, now that I'm reading that they, uh, you know, didn't mean to do it, I'm kind of like, oh, whatever, but... Man, um, I think Tommaso Ciampa, props to him because he protected Adam Cole the best way he could. If you go back and watch that, he's got his arm nice and tucked under his neck while he uh, drops him from the top of that cage. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's an incredibly dangerous spot, but they did it perfectly safe. Um, But it looked devastating regardless. I mean, if you go back and watch it, it's a great, great, um, you know, wrestling spot. And, um, I mean, shout out to both of those guys for an incredible performance last night, you know. Uh, let's go back to the women's match because uh, they ran an angle before the match even started where they uh, attacked Mia Yim and Mia Yim couldn't mm-hmm. continue. So then Dakota Kai came in to, uh, you know, replace her. 
And uh, man, kind of going back to what Sam said about Rhea Ripley. First of all, she has star written all over. She had an incredible week this week. Not only la uh, last night, you know, getting that big, huge win on two against four. So you had Team Shayna, right? Yeah. You had uh, Kaylee Ray, the UK champ, you know, the UK women's champ. You had Io Shirai. You had a Shayna Baszler and you had um, Bianca Belair. You have the turn from Dakota Kai where she completely destroys Tegan Knox, right? And Chicago, and shout out to the Chicago fan base because they're just losing their minds during the <laughs> turn. And you have little Candice LeRae, and I call her little because she's small, but she's a badass, and Rhea Ripley, two against four, and they, 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 you know, they won. They went over. They and put it through. They, they, <laughs> they went over, and Rhea Ripley, she hung there with, with Sasha and Charlotte this week. She hung there with Becky Lynch on Wednesday night. She gets this huge win last night over Shayna. Mm -hmm. I think in 2020, she's going to be your next NXT Women's Champ. She's going to be the one slaying Shayna. James Esponto mm -hmm. is saying Dakota Kai was one of my favorite things last night. Uh, Ryan Martorano. Oh, what's was up, up, Ryan? Ryan. Uh, that KO pop was insane. What a great show. War Games was probably the best takeover next to New York, in my opinion. I, you know, uh, we were saying in the beginning, the start of the show, Ryan, that I think this is WWE's best show of 2019, mm. yep. top to bottom. And it was only a four-match card, not including the pre-show. Iridium Friero is saying that it was wild. It was wild. Yeah, like our, the our, whole show. our homies from Rest Friends, they were yeah. actually there live. They went to SmackDown. They were TakeOver last night, and I think they're, they're going to be at, uh, you know, Survivor Series and Raw tomorrow. Hey, enjoy it. Yeah, I know. That's what you got to do, and and that's a, that's a good thing because we've we always we've been saying this since we started doing this show, that it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. But what you got to understand is, you have everybody up in the bar. So now what we have to watch for tonight in Survivor Series, you have to follow that now. Now you have to follow that show. That's why I was asking at the beginning, is it a ten out of ten? Because what if we see something crazier tonight? Well, you know, it, 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 when it comes to these, uh, you know, these WWE weekends when mm. you have NXT and, you know, a big pay-per-view. Yeah, whatever series, SummerSlam. Yeah, whatever maybe. it is. Nine times out of ten, TakeOver it's, always outshines it's been. <laughs> Survivor Series. But tonight's a little bit different because now you have NXT's involvement, too. And this yeah. is one thing I also wanted to stress out um, about TakeOver last night. Um, Shout-out to Sonny and the whole Yep, I Like Wrestling yep. uh, crew. Sonny Sofrito. I was, uh, I was there Why last night. Why can't it be called Sonny Sasson? Why do you always have to cut people I'm sorry. off? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'm fucking. Sorry. I'm sorry. Disco Leo. Um, <laughs> disco Leo. I like that. I'm going to start using that. Okay, thank you. Bye. All right. Dale. And it proves that you're old, too, with disco. It's okay. <laughs> I still got the moves, though. I still got the... Okay, go. No! <laughs> I even felt bad doing that move. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, um, they have to <laughs> wrestle tomorrow night. Tonight. Yeah. After beating the shit out of each other the night before. Less than 24 hours. You got to put on a show tonight. And we're going to break down the Survivor Series card in a little bit. Um, well, another thing I wanted to touch on that Sam brought up. I think this was Finn Balor's best match of the year um, mm -hmm. of 2019 against uh, Matt Riddle. This is a match that we didn't know we wanted because the, the match we were supposed to get was Gargano and Balor. Yeah. But due to the Gargano injury, you know, they slid in Matt Riddle there. And wow, what an incredible match. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, now with, with with Riddle, right? Do we still consider him green? Absolutely not. Okay, because no. because because I, I, I was watching the the, the match um, with one of my kids, and I was explaining to him because he was like, "Oh, you know, he's looked really well, and he looks." But for us that we know this, like t to me, he's still a little green. But Finn Balor did make him look better than what he is. 
I don't but, think he's green. I just think mm-hmm. that with him, it, since he wrestles like a hybrid style, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have a. There's not a style that defines him. Okay, because you have MMA there, but although dude could also move and like get height, like he could go aerial if he wants to. Is it RVD? Because once you say no. hybrid, nah, he's not like RVD. Okay, no, RVD <laughs> was never much of a submissions guy. Okay, yeah, and nobody reminds me of Matt Riddle. He's just. He's a hybrid. He, he, yeah, he's an, an enigma among, uh, um, amongst himself. You know what I mean? Like he he's got that raw strength. Like he does that gut wrench uh, suplex um, multiple times. He does the spear and the jackhammer. Now he could go off the top rope if you want. He could he could do submissions and he just wrestles with a high intensity. Um, I don't think he's green at all. At yeah, I don't all. think so. Either. I mean, I think that that was Finn Balor's best match of the year, but that wasn't Matt Riddle's best match of the year. I think we got to go back to New York and talk about his match with uh, Velveteen Dream okay. as maybe his best match of the year. Uh, we're talking about Matt Riddle, but um, yeah, that that dude, he's he's ready for the you know major league. Like you could put him, mm-hmm. slide him right into the, the, the WWE Championship title picture right now and, okay. and he would fit right in fellow ramos is saying like always another great takeover uh jamie Samuels is saying i feel in the next week you will have a major roster shift with nxt i mean it could happen but we'll see I, we'll see because one thing i i like about this whole nxt's invo- involvement in survivor series now they're they're acknowledging them as a, a legit third main roster brand mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. there's no minor leagues anymore. There's no developmental anymore. Like there is, like you know, but Are just not sure? a TV. I, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> no, there is because they pick, they put the right people on the spotlight when it comes to NXT. Now, mm-hmm. when they do their like the Florida house shows or whatever, they'll put the the people that are a little bit more green. Yeah. on those house but, shows. But but I mean that ultimately that's where you had to showcase quote unquote these people that are green because I, one of the biggest things to me was sometimes they would put people in NXT. That we're not ready to be in the ring. Like, let's be honest here. Nobody wants to see Coda Reeves in the ring. Who? Exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, have them work the the dark matches, the you know, the house shows, and then when they're ready, you bring them up to to TV. Because at the end of the day, it is TV. You know, you cannot have somebody that's green get into the ring. So, because that basically just says that anybody can get into the ring. Mr. Samuel. Yeah. Going back, I think that they've maybe jump-started too many careers a little too early. But right now, the way that their roster is, I, I feel like it's really great. And one thing I want to touch on is tonight, expect the NXT stars to really show their ass and step it up. Because mm. if you're a WWE guy or girl that just watches the WWE product Raw and SmackDown and you're skipping Wednesday nights because you're not familiar with the NXT brand and these invasion angles are the first times you're being introduced to, you know, somebody like a Tommaso Ciampa or a Matt Riddle or a Keith Lee. Now you're going to watch Survivor Series because that's ingrained in you. You you skip TakeOver, you're going to watch Survivor Series. Now this is going to be your first time actually seeing these stars and these Stars know that. Keith Lee knows that. Riddle knows that. You know, Ciampa knows that. So this is their time to actually, like, really show who the fuck they are. So I think tonight we could see possibly the best Survivor Series we've seen in the past decade, to be honest with you. Decade? 
You sure? Decade. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign on on Sam with that one, and and Sam just gave you like the nice description of it, mm-hmm. like telling you like, hey, if you're just a WWE guy or yeah. girl that only strictly watches SmackDown or Raw, or whatever, and you're not watching NXT, Sam kind of explained that really good, and he said a nice way yeah. about it. I'm gonna be a dick and be like, if you're not watching Wednesday nights, I got one of these for what? you. Congratulations, you played yourself. Because yeah. NXT is the premier and the best brand in WWE. ABC. Don't uh, get it twisted. ABC, uh, NXT, who's your second show? Raw or SmackDown? I don't know. It depends on the week, bro. <laughs> it's, it's a tie. It's a, <laughs> it depends they're, on the week. They're both Bs. <laughs> Let me put it this yeah. way. Let me put it this way. When it comes to my enjoyment of wrestling, yeah. you know, with all these different promotions, right? NXT. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> AEW, NXT, they're like back and forth. They're okay, right there. That's good. The second one, Power. I'm going to say NWA. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Impact, MLW, they're yeah. right there. And then comes Raw and SmackDown. Damn. Damn. Damn it's a shame. Huh? <laughs> it's the truth, though. Keep in mind, I didn't even mention you're going to bring them on. <laughs> are, they, are they still on? Do they keep the lights on at all? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So oh, let's, let's, move, let's move on to uh, some more WWE stuff because, you know, we got hit kind of with a bombshell on Friday. Um, and some people have mixed uh, feelings about it. And I'm sure maybe even our opinions in this room and, you know, Sam in an undisclosed location will probably have different opinions also. But um, we got a new Intercontinental Championship. Uh, let's start with Sam and then we'll move around the room. Sam, what's your thoughts on the title? I love it. I I absolutely love it. Um, I like the design of it. It reminds me of the Progress Heavyweight Championship. Um, I, I love the black strap. I love that it's gold, you know, uh, you know, they could have made it silver or whatever to, you know, who knows with WWE nowadays, they could have put a yellow strap on it, whatever. But um, I'm going to miss the old title. I'm not saying that this is a better title than the old title. The old title has a special place in my heart. That's, that's one going back to the ultimate warrior and, you know, honky tonk man, stone cold, the rock, all those greats that, that held that version of it. Um, I think it's better than the oval from the attitude era and I'm I'm just glad that it's got a black strap to be honest with you cuz you know all these multicolored titles drive me nuts. <laughs> Leo? Um I'm okay with it in the sense that I saw a mock up of that same title but with blue highlights, basically blue on the on in the world and then blue on the straps on the side. Um the old black you kind of miss a lot of like the details on it. I had to actually look for a picture and look at the details. It is really good looking title. Um, I also saw a mock up with the white strap on it. That looks really, really nice. Yeah, with it the does. white. I think it even looks better in the white. Just my opinion. yeah, but it, but the thing is this: like, why change it right now? You know, why not make it? Hey, have him drop the title and then do a tournament to kind of unveil it. Like, you brought it to the ring in a bag and you just had uh, uh, Sami Zayn hold it up. You know what I mean? They didn't feel prestigious. Exactly. Exactly. Especially with the lineage. Now, I was I was reading online that a lot of this has to do with that title is associated a lot with Cody lately. So they didn't I, want I, it. I read that theory, yeah. too. A lot of people brought up that theory about Cody. But before we get to the Cody stuff, um, I think the title's beautiful. Kind of uh, saying what Sam said, it reminds me yeah. of the progress uh championship it also reminds me a little bit of the lucha underground championship and i can see a little bit of the nxt title the current one yes. in that title so it's like let's put it this way lucha underground championship the progress championship and the nxt title let's say if they had like a threesome then you would get that <laughs> um <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty much the title you would get i think it's a gorgeous title it's different looking yeah 
what I feel a little weird on it, I feel like they shouldn't have made that the IC title. They should have made that the United States title because the United States Championship is so outdated. That needs a remodel. The Intercontinental Championship is such a beautiful title. Yeah. And that's like one of the last dying breeds of classic championship looks, okay? Like in the WWE. Yeah. That's that's the last one. Yeah, because that big W on And kind of going back to the Cody thing, mm-hmm. you know, if you compare when Cody brought revealed the, the old school title. Yeah, remember? Okay, when he revealed it. Mm-hmm. You look at that title and look at the one Shinsuke had. There They're was different. There was different, and there was more gloss, and there was more shine on the one Cody had. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, over the years, I, obviously, it's a, a completely different championship, but it's like they use, like, I guess, a different type of... Uh, a different finish. Yes, a different mm-hmm. finish. So, it didn't even look as classic, but, you know, since we see it all the time, you know, maybe we just never noticed it. Yeah. But then, like, kind of comparing it to the Cody, when Cody had mm-hmm. it... You could see the difference of the title. Well, it's it's like having kids. You know, you see them every day, and they don't change at all. But then when you look at a baby picture or a picture from a year ago, you're like, like holy what shit. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, Jamie Salmon's is saying, thank God they didn't put neon lights on it. So, yeah, thank <laughs> God. Uh, and James Esponto, he's giving us his list. Remember, we have the delay. Uh, NXT and AEW, just like Mario. Uh, New Japan and MLW. Oh, yeah, New Japan's up there, too. NWA is number three. Number four, Ring of Honor and Impact. I don't know about that one, James. Uh, and number five, House of Glory and Evolve. We're not counting House of Glory and Evolve because you can't watch them on TV. <laughs> we're, 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 those are like, I'm not going to call them minor leagues, but those are really more independent, even though Evolve's mm-hmm. kind of bed. With uh, WWE at this point, they're kind of their developmental. That that was also a um, a message on the on the chat too. That, that the the Valve is the developmental right now. Yeah, that's where you could send. We just need to put people. them on a network. We just have to. Maybe it'll happen in twenty twenty. Hey, we'll see. Um, but back to the the whole Cody thing. I don't as much as I know WWE's being petty, and maybe that does play a factor. The the fact that Cody mm. re- brought back the classic Intercontinental Championship, maybe it's like, oh, let's get rid of the title. I also think it, a Fox plays a part in this because Fox wants everything different from the rest of the WWE. They want everything different. So they put the blue strap yeah, on the Universal title okay. the week before. They changed the IC title. Apparently there's rumor that there's going to be a change to the tag titles. I hope so. I hate those. Oh, they're, they're terrible. Titles. So I feel like we're going to see a difference in titles. I think more. I think it's more of a Fox deal. Yeah. Then a Cody, uh, you know, WWE being petty about Cody. But this is a great tie-in because WWE is being petty towards Cody Rhodes because it came out this week that Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. um, trademarked uh, a couple of different names. Apparently he has Dusty Rhodes. He owns the trademark yeah, he does. for that. Um, it got revealed within the last week and a half that we're going to get the returning bash at the beach for AEW in, on January 15th. Well, so we thought. He also uh, trademarked Slamboree. Super Brawl, mm-hmm. and the match Beyond, which was the original name for the War Games match. Okay. So he owns all these uh, trademarks. Trademark. Also, Battle Bowl. That's another one that he owns. Okay. Okay. Came out this week that apparently now Cody has to go to court because WWE is trying to sue Cody. Why? WWE owns the, uh, the Great American Bash. Okay. So they're trying to say that that's too close to Bash. It's just being petty. So one word. Yes, one word. It's WWE being petty. That's it. That's all so, it yeah. is. So they could sue any wrestling company for having wrestling in their name. It's pettiness, You know bro. what I mean? Like, like if, if you really look at it, like, ay, Dios mío. Sam, what do you think? They're not going to win that one. I oh, hope of course. It's more of a one. money thing and a waste of time than anything. Exactly. Because yeah, now, now they can't use it, right? I'm sorry, Sam. Now they can't use it, right, Mario? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. I think in uh, theory he could probably still use. They could probably still use it. Uh huh. 
Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if they use it, all they're going to get is a cease and desist, and then they got to go to court. The worst yeah. thing that can happen is that they could use it, and then they won't be able to use it going forward. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Sam, go. Yeah, I, I haven't seen them take it down yet, but that's that's just stupid, man. I, I, that's terrible. The the Great American Bash is too close to the Bash of the Beast. One thing that pissed me off about WWE is that they never used the WCW monikers except for, you know, the Great American Bash. They, they don't even use Bash that anymore. No. Yeah, they had them when they bought the company. You know, they never used Halloween Havoc or any of these great uh, names that WCW had back in the day. Halloween Havoc uh, was such a good look. Like, I think AEW needs to get the trademark for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one I really Ooh, miss. Um, and it's it's just a shame that, you know, they want to be petty about that bullshit. As for the title, I don't think Cody had anything to do with that. Uh, I feel like this is more of like, a money thing where they know that replica titles are selling. Apparently when they made the switch for the universal title, they sold a bunch of those replica, the blue ones. So, um, well, it is, I, it's better looking than that red piece of shit that we had for the last couple of years. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. it, 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 the blue, cause it's like a dark blue. It's not like a bright blue. So it kind of, it's not a campy. Blue. It reminds me. And I think I said this last week with, with Ryan, it reminds me of the, one of the titles that Austin had with the blue strap. Yeah. yeah, that's what it reminds me of. It looks more the, like a WWE championship than that red crap that we had. Yeah, yeah. I, I was telling Gabby the other day, like, it was last night when um, Roderick Strong was holding up his title, that uh, if the Universal title had a strap like that maroon red instead of that bright like fire a, engine like red. Like a brown. It would yeah, look a lot better. Yeah, then people might have been more receptive to it, but, you know, it, it looked too too fucking bright and cartoony but yeah i definitely see that that um big eagle that austin used to rock in mm -hmm. the new universal title i i could definitely see that mario yeah 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 all right um let's talk a little bit about AEW since we mentioned the whole trademark situation and stuff uh AEW put on a great show uh this past week um we got matt jackson and ray phoenix tearing up in the beginning of the of the Ooh. show and man, that match, you know, for two guys that are tag teams, like we know that Phoenix could go because, you know, he's obviously had singles runs in, um, in AAA and he's just a, he's a great singles wrestler. People tend to forget that the Lucha Brothers, both Phoenix and Pentagon, they're great singles wrestlers. Mm -hmm. People tend to forget that because, you know, they're, they're a tag team. But man, Matt Jackson, too, he's another great singles wrestler. Um, this match was incredible. And a lot of people are complaining about the Young Bucks as a whole taking losses. Mm -hmm. But I look at it completely different because... They they could afford losses and it won't hurt their brand at all. No, no, not at all. And especially because they're VPs. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts on this match and just the fact that Matt Jackson could tear it up as a singles guy? Um, was it Matt or was it Nick? I'm not. Oh, Nick, Nick Jackson. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. Yeah. Um, man, I I really loved it. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of actually like being at a at a like an indie show. Like at a like an old Ring of Honor show or like a House of Hardcore show, that's like a match that we would see like a couple years back at a, like a, a Ring of Honor you know event, and I completely enjoyed it. I completely enjoyed it. Ray Phoenix is probably one of the best luchadors on the planet, and Nick Jackson showed his his uh you know uh fucking skills. So I I completely enjoyed the match. It, you know that. That show was really, really fucking awesome. I, I liked the uh, the Chris Jericho promo too. 
uh, with Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky has star written all over him, and you know we know what's going to be the end result. Which, by the mm-hmm. way, Dynamite this week is going to be Chicago also. So shout out to Chicago; they're getting all these great shows. Hey, Chicago's got yeah, the fan man. base, man. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. They might. You know, I think as a whole, they probably when it comes to wrestling, they've had the best year because this yeah. debate. Because you had Impact, Impact Bound for Glory was there. Uh, MLW's first pay per view was in Chicago. All Out, um, you know, you began Survivor Series a weekend this week. They've had like a really good yeah. year when it comes to wrestling quality of shows. Yeah, CM Punk, CM Punk is back in WWE now, and I, I want to get Sam's thoughts in a little bit about that. But before we get to that, um, <laughs> back to the Jericho and Scorpio Sky thing. It was such an entertaining promo, and this match. No matter if Scorpio Scorpio Sky is gonna catch the L here, but it Jericho's making these guys because he's showing that these guys could hang with him in the ring, just like he, Darby Allen did with him. And you know Scorpio Sky looked good in that tag match mm-hmm. where he got the pin on Jericho. And this match, I'm, I'm you know, it's gonna be one of those matches that it's gonna be close calls there where they're gonna get the crowd behind them and they're, they're gonna tell a great story, I believe, on Wednesday night. Uh, Sam, yeah. Absolutely. Scorpio Sky's stock will rise just being in the ring with, with a Chris Jericho. So um, I really <laughs> was cracking up when he couldn't say sorry and he had Jack Swagger saying it for yes. him in the ring. Yes, Shout out to Swagger for keeping a straight face throughout the yes. whole promo. I don't know how he did that. You can see he was he was struggling. He was he was trying not to, to crack a smile, man. That shit was too funny. But um, I'm excited for next week. Uh, especially because, you know, it's the day before Thanksgiving. So, you know what I mean? I could sit there and watch it live instead of watching it on demand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, another thing that happened on uh, on D- Dynamite. Yo, Darby Allen and John Moxley, we know they could get crazy, mm-hmm. you know, with the weapons and stuff like that. Yes, sir. They got crazy in this match, but they didn't use no weapons, which I think was great because it just shows that both these guys could still wrestle a strong style and a tough uh, style, but not use weapons. And a lot, I think a lot of people tend to forget that because, you know, we saw the Moxie and Omega match back in full gear, and we've seen uh, Darby Allen so many hardcore matches or whatever. These guys could go and talk about finishes. That finish for the Moxley and Allen match, that uh, that double-arm DDT from the top rope, Jesus fucking yeah. Christ, dude. And, and I think w- what happens in wrestling a lot of times is wrestlers get typecasted into yes. this is the only thing that he can do and we're going to basically beat the shit out of it you know uh and unfortunately you have to you have to understand that is not just one thing that they could do you know looking just at at the undertaker the undertaker wasn't just a dead man wasn't just an athletic big guy he also could play the badass he also could play like the demonic one uh and that's just one person so i think typecasting especially nowadays where you have guys that are a lot more flexible in what they're able to do and I think Moxley's been able to change his persona 180 degrees from Dean Ambrose. Moxley, I told uh, shout out to Kevin. What up, Kev? Um, I told Kevin this because we were talking about the Darby Allen and Moxley match, and I- I'm gonna stand by my word. I think Moxley, post WWE career so far, which has only been a couple months, mm-hmm. surpasses his whole WWE career, in my opinion. I agree with that. I totally agree yeah. with that. He was more like a cartoony. Oh, you never know what he's gonna do. He's he's a, he's, a he's unhinged. <laughs> you know? WWE had this guy in their roster and didn't let him go. Mm-hmm. 
Didn't let him go. Check this out. X uh, is saying this. The oh, Darby, what's up, X? The Dar- what up, X? The Darby and Moxley match should have been the type of match that Omega and Moxley should have had. I'm going to disagree with that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because while we know that Moxley and Omega could have a match that Darby Allen and Moxley had on this past mm-hmm. Wednesday night, AEW promoted what they gave us, which was a match that... that unsanctioned. Unsanctioned. Violence. They promised a lot of violence. They, unlike WWE, they gave us what they were, you know, what they put in commercials, what they were saying on on TV, Mm. what they were promoting. That's what they gave us. How many times has WWE promoted something and not give us what they promoted? Uh, uh, Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar. So they they gave us what they promoted. Whether we, those are what we, those are the type of matches we like. Yeah, that's another story. You know, if you don't like the match and that's not your cup of tea, absolutely. That's fine. I, I think also with X, uh, if you look at the story and the way the whole Moxley and Omega came in, where you know you had the first paper, uh, your first TV was it TV or, or pay per view when Moxley came down? That was uh, double or nothing. Okay, so your first pay per view, he comes down, he actually picks on Omega. They don't get to have that match that we want to see them have. So the progression tells you it has to be an extremes match. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to take it to that level. The yeah. whole story, the whole story of Moxley and Omega was Moxley was trying to take Omega dark. He was yeah. trying to take him to a dark place. That was the whole story, yeah. and he did yeah. that. And, and I think you needed you needed to have weapons in order for you to get to that point. And let's be honest here, Omega is not having the year mm. he had in 2018. No, he's still one of the best wrestlers in the world, but mm. is he top ten currently? No. We have to wait for the yeah, We have to wait for the Luchis. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts on, on Moxley and Allen and just like He's the comparisons? Ter- terrible. And being typecasted. <laughs> terrible. No, I thought that the match was uh, was great. And uh, I like Darby Allen's whole uh, – pre-match promo where he's like hanging out at like some kind of concert and he's got like a a fucking um uh body bag and he skates down to the ring with the body bag i totally enjoyed that going back to what x said i understand where he's coming from because i was wanting a match like that you know like um no weapons you know Mm kind of like a more traditional style wrestling match but Gotta agree with you, Mario. The way that the story was being told, it had to be an extreme rules type of situation, weapons, bloody carnage, whatever you want to call it. Um, especially the route that they're going with Kenny this year, where he's trying to find himself. He hasn't been able to win that big one really yet. So uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, I think he he's wrestling um, Pac next week, mm-hmm. and he had some kind of uh, promo that he's saying like the, he's like he said something like pretty much the, the downfall of him started with the Pac loss at all out right and he was like benching like 50 pounds <laughs> it was weird but um yeah we'll see where it goes next week as for uh th- this week that just passed um uh, that i still enjoy the ray phoenix nick jackson match better but this was right there i mean i it's right and, and, and it's okay. And it's okay to liking one match better than the other. As if we could all agree, like, hey, you could watch a show or you could watch two shows because NXT was, you know, on at the same time. And you could pick what matches are good on on both shows. You like, could like both. You could like both. It's okay to like both products and like and pick matches from either show. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you're not you're not wrong for feeling that way. Right, right. So, sometimes, sometimes fans they get like too much like involved in their own feelings and and they think they're part of the town. They're like, oh, it's a war. Like, stop being a mark. You're just a fan. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, we'll see, we'll see what and and you know what? This is a long run. This is not just hey, it's happening right now. So like this week, you also had uh, NXT beat for the first time in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW. I know there were some people online. I don't know if you got to see this, yeah, Sam. I know. Some people were adding uh, Conrad Thompson. He was like, "So we're gonna get a new podcast with the Young Bucks called Seven Weeks." <laughs> 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 but That's fucked up. but you know what? Okay, it's one week, but this is a long run. Now the only oh, yeah. reason why NXT beat AEW this week. Survivor Series and TakeOver. Exactamente. Well, speaking of, of NXT, NXT had another great episode, mm-hmm. too. And NXT's episodes, for the most part, they've been pretty good. They've yeah. been, been pretty good the past couple Wednesdays. Um, But, man, the revival against Undisputed Era. That was a good match. That was one of my favorite matches of the that week. That was a good match. By and, the way, hold on, sorry. With typecasting, the same thing could be said with Foley as Cactus Jack. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He was a great worker. He didn't always have to be in hardcore matches. So, with, with mm-hmm. NXT... Uh, the revival and and uh, these guys. Let me tell you something, man. Just watching that match, I'm like, fuck. Just stay in NXT, bro. Just, stay, just yeah. you guys should just stay in NXT for the rest of your contract and just go, go with these tag teams. Because let's be honest here. Yes, they yeah. won the tag titles and Raw and SmackDown, but it was right? Nothing. It was nothing. I mean, but their run on Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. has been forgettable. Now let, let me let me ask. They had you something both. great going with Randy. Yes. They ruined that. Yeah, they, they tore that up. Like they they broke it apart just because they didn't want to keep going with it. Because if you tell them, hey, this is hot, WWE's gonna go the other way. But with the revival, didn't they look a lot bigger? Like didn't they feel like a a, a much bigger thing than what they are? Like we know they can go, right? But I think when they came in and the whole pop and how you had them come in with the security behind them and how they came down to the ring because they didn't want anything happening backstage. But they felt like a bigger thing. They felt like stars. Yeah. Yeah. If if it, 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 it reminded me a lot of uh, like kind of like a four horsemen type vibe, like mm-hmm. you know the four horsemen coming out of like a, a plane or like a limousine, yeah. and they had like security with them or whatever. They felt like big deals. Mm-hmm. And for NXT, the revival is big deals. Even after the match, they showed clips and the crowd, which I'm gonna shit on the it's your people. I'm gonna shit on the full sale crowd in a little bit, but That's your people. The full sale crowd was chanting, "Please don't go!" Mm. And you know, did you get I, a tear? I, I I feel bad for the revival because they, yeah. you know, they're great, man. They should stay in NXT. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts on this match and just the revival in general? Probably one of the best tag team matches WWE's put on in a in a good while. Um, as for the revival, I agree. They they should just finish out their contracts in NXT uh, because. When they're up on that main roster, they sometimes tend to get reduced to a comedy act, and two workers uh, at at the caliber of the revival shouldn't be reduced to that. I mean, these guys can go. You know what I mean? They're probably the best tag team in WWE today. So um, we don't know if they're going to AEW yet. You know, there's been a lot of rumor and speculation about that. Uh, even when AEW was still a rumor. You know what I mean? We uh, we saw that tweet come out with the Young Bucks saying you will see the Young Bucks versus the Revival uh, next year. Well, it, it is next year now, and it still hasn't happened, but I think that just has to do with the contract situation. You know, I, I just I just want what's best for them because they obviously they haven't had the, the greatest run up on the on the main roster. You know, they had a couple tag team title runs, but have they really met anything? No. You know what I mean? So just stay in NXT. I, I think in 2020, in 2020, I believe mm-hmm. late 2020, when their contracts are up, I think we're going to get a rebirth of the revival. 
That's what I think. And that could be their wrestling name. That 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 was the whole. You see, you don't have to say that. That that's. You see what I mean? Sorry. Sorry. This is this is what I mean. I'm sorry. You don't always have to talk, Leo. I was sharing the video. I'm sorry. All right, good. You All guys right. could do the same. You could share the video. And let people <laughs> everywhere we, we can find this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. The more on on NXT on Wednesday night. My bad. Can I tell you I fucking hate the full sale crowd? You guys fucking suck. Tell me. Tell me how. You, tell me how you really feel. Come on. Tell me how you really feel. So we had this big brawl because, you know, while we had war games happening this week and we also have Survivor Series, so it's all about brand supremacy, mm. right? So I've crapped on the Full Sail crowd time and time again. I can't stand yet, especially that tall piece of shit with the glasses. <laughs> I can't stand that fucker at all. <laughs> I, so, I just can't stand the Full Sail crowd. To me, they're the current impact zone. That's what they are, right? <laughs> Mario loves Full Sail. <laughs> so... We have this big brawl at the end. Big brawl. And Adam, after Adam Cole won his ladder match against uh, Dijak. Dijakovic. Okay. I'm going to still call him Dijak. Dijakovic. I'm not called. He Dijakovic. has a very Croatian name Dijakovic. now. Because <laughs> we're used to Dijak. So it's like whenever they say it, you're like, okay, it's done. And then Ovik. Well, Donovan you know I mean? Dijak is such a great name. Why fuck with it? Because they don't want to use Dijak. Because I'm oh, because sure. Dijakovic is such a better name. Because I am sure <laughs> that Dijak owns a trademark to that. So if WWE uses it, they have to pay him. Okay, so explain AJ Styles, Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Bobby. They pay them. Uh, they put so it pay, in for, their pay for Dijak to pay too. Them, so pay uh, Dijak too. Okay, that. Okay, stop sounding like a fucking twelve-year-old child now. You sound like one of your kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, which one of the seven? Ah, uh, Vincent. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins comes out. They pop for him really quick, and then they start booing him the second he hits Adam Cole. He super kicks Adam Cole. Yeah, what do you expect? Okay, now wait. Then Seth Rollins starts doing the whole burn it down thing with with his foot. The crowd starts cheering burn it down until Champa comes out. Mm -hmm. Champa gets in the ring. Now the crowd is cheering Seth's not cool. This is like another reason why I hate the full sale crowd. You guys are like the worst crowd ever in wrestling. Yeah, I, that's I, such a cringe chant. Too. It, I'm I, not a fan of chanting, to be honest with you, but that's the worst. And I that's think full sale is the worst. And I know some people try to defend it. And when I did the post, let me put it this way: there's only two people that gave me two runs, uh, two smart responses. That's my boy Ben and Rico from the 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 Regions of Wrestling. That's it. What up, Rico? Everybody else that commented on that, unless you made a joke about the crowd, if you try to defend it, guess what? You guys are just as bad as the Full sale crowd. What? You guys are terrible. What? I-, I can't stand the Full sale crowd. I can't wait in 2020 when they get out of there. And I know they're probably going to return from time to time, but they can't be there every week. It makes NXT such a B-side. Of course. It, it looks very Impact Zone Jace. Sam, what's your thoughts? Yeah, the crowd, the crowd is, it's weird, man. It's a weird mix of people. Um, I, that, this, the chanting consistently, uh, you and me have gone to a bunch of shows. You know, if, if I'm chanting, I really got to be like in the moment. I'm usually kind of laid back reserve. I might yell, I might boo, whatever. But, or, like, or sometimes half asleep. Yeah, or that. But, <laughs> and, and I'm the one that's washed. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, Not. shut up, Leo. You don't even leave your house. When was the last time you even went to a show? Hey, you, you know my personal business. I'm not putting it out there. You know my personal business. But if I go, I go hard. Just saying. 
I don't you go- left early at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But but Sam, I, I will say that about Sam. Sam is not one of these people that like, and even me, like, I have to chant for a reason. Like, I'm just not gonna chant just to chant. I'm more of a clapper. Or sometimes, like, if something pisses me off, I'll like call you out. Like, for example, uh, Leo, we went to the northeast. Uh, Northeast Wrestling Show. Yes. Remember when I called out Point Desk? Dexter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the um, the dude the, uh, with a uh, wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Yeah, but but that's okay. But oh, when I called out that Cena fan in Ring of Honor. Okay, first of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, Mr. Suplex and everybody's listening and watching to us. You cannot wear full John Cena gear up to and including the headband and the wristbands, and Ooh. not expect to get booed anywhere outside of the WWE. You know that that was going to happen. That guy got dressed that day knowing that he wanted to get attention. Yeah, he might have been trolling. Of course. But you're right. There are a lot of fans out there that are annoying. Now, Sam, and I think that's why the three of us get get along, is because we're not those fans. We're there to enjoy the show. We're not going to go there to make ourselves or put ourselves over. Correct, Mr. Samuel? Yeah, and and I'm I'm not going to say chanting is... is like wrong. I just feel like it, it. There's a time and a place. There's certain chants that I hate. I hate when, and we'll talk about CM Punk a little bit. I hate when people chant <laughs> CM Punk when they don't like what's going on. That's whack. And I think mm-hmm. CM Punk actually said something that it, it's a, it's a whack chant. I, um, the what chant drives me. Oh, what? what? Oh my god, I what? hate that oh, so bad. What? 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 It should be used is when Stone Cold is out there. What? Then it's completely. Mm-hmm. They go crazy, but I, if you're doing that, especially so if uh, English is somebody's second language, and they're going out there and what? trying to cut a promo, and you're going, "What? What? You're a piece of shit!" All right. I, I did, um, remember I did a post not too long ago. I'm like, if you do what chance when it's unnecessary, you're a piece of shit fucking fan. Yeah. I know you're uh, trying to be fucking ha ha he he slap on the knee, but it's not funny. It's just yeah. very annoying. Mm-hmm. And um, this full sale is just a very chanty crowd. Um, you know, They're it's annoying. a weird mix of people. I'm not gonna just shit on the whole the whole <laughs> of building like Mario is. <laughs> nah, like, man, fuck the full sale crowd, bro. They're right fucking. Here. They suck. They're right here. They're right here. <laughs> they suck. I I think they definitely need to start traveling more. And I think that this weekend has definitely opened a lot of the WWE marks eyes. Uh, the people that only watch Raw and SmackDown's eyes, and now you're going to see a lot more people tuning in on Wednesday nights, and you might see them start traveling a little bit more. They might have a little mm-hmm. bit more confidence instead of, you know, going and piggybacking off of, you know, Survivor Series or yeah. some, some of these other pay-per-views. You know, they'll go out and they'll feel more confident to sell out a Wells Fargo Center or uh, a Double XL's uh, Center <clears throat> or uh, you know a but Royal they, Farm Arena. Yeah, but they know? don't. Royal Farms I agree with, but they don't even have to go to like the Wells Fargo Center. They could go to the one that AEW did. What is that? The um, Ray in downtown Philly? Oh, the Leah Course Center. They could do that. Yeah. They could also do the Hammerstein Ballroom. Hey, you're trying to mend your relationship with Madison yeah. Square Garden, right? So for NXT, run the Hulu Theater. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you, you don't do have to do necessarily big venues. Now check this out. James Esponto is saying my feelings about the full sale crowd that they want to be famous. I know that piece of shit with uh with the glasses, a tall goofy motherfucker that looks like he's never been late in his life. I know he's trying to be fucking famous. <laughs> Just like the I'll general. Agree. I'll agree. I feel like they're terrible, Ch- dude. Chicago has a reputation. New York has a reputation. Philly has a reputation. Okay, so but, but a reputation. Yeah, but a reputation okay, the reputation that you're going is that we're the cities you named, right? 
Right. You could throw Boston in there too. The cities you named, yes, it's smarky crowd, but they don't they come know off. When to. Yes, and at times is not as obnoxious as full right. sale. Full right. sale won't even let a match breathe. Full sale is like the annoying little brother to all of the cities I just mentioned, where they're trying to. He's the X Pac of DX. <laughs> Right, <laughs> they're trying to get out there and show. Oh, we're we're crazy too. We're fully invested too. We're just uh, as wild as they are in Chicago or New York or Philly. You know what I mean? It's just like you know, chill. You this, know what I mean? You is, don't have to chant all the time. Just relax. So right? this is this is what I hope for, right? This is what I hope for. What do you hope for, Mario? What I hope for is in 2020, the first episode of NXT outside of Full Sail, right? Whether it's in Chicago, it, it see. NXT to succeed outside of full sale to like draw good crowds, mm -hmm. they gotta know what's their demographic and what's gonna sell, right? Okay. So some of the cities that that, that Sam just named, maybe the like, big ones, maybe like Dallas, Texas, also mm -hmm. maybe LA. If they go to these places, right? Yeah. What I would like, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm a jerk. Go ahead. Is once NXT starts, wherever whatever that place is, with the Chicago, Have that New York, Yankee guy in the front row. No, that's not what I want. What I want is I want the crowd to say "fuck you" full sale live <laughs> on television. That's what I want. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Just saying. <laughs> but okay, so now my question to you guys is this: We know the NXT is going to move out of full sale, correct? Now, do they need to follow the Raw and SmackDown tour? No. Because right now mm. you, you have them close, right? Wherever Raw is, SmackDown is within a hundred miles of that. I don't think. I personally don't think so. I mean, then at the at, then again, maybe, mm. but I don't know. It it, it, it might be one of those things too that they might be. Let's say for two Wednesdays they're on the road, and then that third Wednesday they're back in full sale. It might be mm. something like that too. We necessarily don't know, and we don't even know if this is gonna happen yet. The 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 rumor is that they're gonna start touring in twenty twenty, which I think they should, because. Full Sail is hurting NXT because yes. it looks like a B-side. Yes. Compared to AEW, it looks like a fucking B-side. I mean, just that pop yeah. that you had yesterday from most of those big moments at Full Sail, they would have felt so small mm -hmm. in in a sense. Like that KO pop, there's some videos out there of people that were there um, just marking out and going crazy. I think that pop at Full Sail would have been a quarter of that, you know, like in the feel, like how you took it across from the other side of the screen. Mm-hmm. So, no, you're right. Move them out. But, again, how do you move them out? Where do you move them out to? Well, Sam? you know, for their first episode, they got to go yeah. to one of the cities that Sam named. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think Mario hit it on the head. They don't need to go to the big arenas where the basketball and the NHL are running. You know, find something a little bit smaller and, uh, you know, bigger than full sale but smaller than, you know, the garden. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So. All right, let's move on. Uh, Sam, you missed last week, so we had Ryan Radar, um, you know, kind of substitute you. Who who missed last week? Uh, you know, Mister Mister Suplex over oh, here. Brocky Suplex. <laughs> oh, I'm God. living the gimmick, guys. I'm living the gimmick. Sure. Dale. No! All right, so we didn't get your thoughts on CM Punk, and CM Punk became like a very trending topic this week because man, did he drop some bombshells on fucking Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. one thing I will say about WWE backstage and listen, whether you like CM Punk or not, you can't take away that dude's talent on the mic at all. Cause man, he made WWE backstage must see TV. 
and he dropped some gems. He he was unfiltered. He he shit on uh, WWE creative. He gave some advice to Seth Rollins and took a dig at him too. Even though Seth Rollins completely took what Punk said and did the opposite of what everybody's telling him not to you know not to do, but he's still doing it anyway. Um, he broke kayfabe, you know, kind of threw some nuggets in there, you know, like who's, say, your, who's your favorite uh, uh, Shield, Shield member? <laughs> and Renee Young is just there, like like they're all the not not even knowing what to say. And um, it was, it, it was great seeing Punk on TV. And I think he's a great addition for the show. Um, obviously, the ratings went up. I would like to see him every week. I don't think that's going to happen. And he emphasized that he hasn't spoke to anybody in WWE besides the people on the show mm. uh, for WWE backstage. Is this a Fox deal? A lot of people still speculate, oh, but he's going to wrestle for WrestleMania. Oh, he's going to wrestle again. Yeah, the, he, the match is signed. He did touch on wrestling again. He said that, listen, he's 41 now. He's smart enough to know. He's smart enough to know when to say no. So he kind of left. He kind of pretty, pretty much what he did was he didn't close the door all the way. He kind of just left it a little bit cracked. Uh, my right. thoughts on it is it's great seeing Punk back on TV, um, especially just being unfiltered. Mm -hmm. Whether he wrestles again or not, I personally don't care. Um, I like him in this thing, and if this is the Punk that we're just going to get, now going forward, I'm cool with it, man. I'm not going to be one of these fucking fanboys that said like, oh, he's going to wrestle for AEW, and the dude never fucking went. So, you know, let's just, I think we should just enjoy Punk for what he is. And if you don't enjoy Punk and you don't want to see Punk, just don't watch the show. That's it. Uh, Sam, we didn't get your thoughts at all with CM Punk whatsoever. So uh, why don't you just kind of, you know, tell me what you think. Yeah, you know, I've been critical of CM Punk in the past. Um yeah, you kind of jumped on that bus a little bit late, though. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a tweet that kind of set me off because I was upset that he was so critical of pro wrestling and he was still kind of making money off of pro wrestling, whether he was doing a meet and greet or he was selling merchandise on pro wrestling tees. But then out of one side of his mouth, he would trash pro wrestling completely and say, oh, that's fake bullshit, blah, 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 blah. I don't do that anymore. I don't even watch the stuff. And then on the other side, he's collecting money from fans and leading people on and things like that. That's that's the whole beef I had with it. Um, now that he's back, I'm, I'm very happy to see him back. Um, I think it was very smart on Fox's part because, let's be honest, who the fuck was watching backstage? Be, like, mm, Were, were you going to tune in? They needed CM Punk. They needed somebody that was going to actually be unfiltered, be able to criticize the product, and bring eyes. You know, the only other person I could see that would have been able to bring eyes like that would have been like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, where he could actually be himself and criticize the product, like he like he would on his podcast or something like that. Um, I agree. Uh, I'm happy to see him back. I. Would like to see him maybe wrestle another match, but to be honest with you, he doesn't look like he's in wrestling shape. He he's thin. He looks great. He looks healthy. Um, you know, I think that he's in a great role right now for what he is. And if this is what he wants to do with his life, then you know, so be it. If he comes back and wrestles a match, that'd be great. But to be honest, I don't see any match in the WWE that would benefit him or another wrestler right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see anybody getting a rub from CM Punk at, at the moment. Now, will I feel that same way in six months? Who knows what, what, 
WrestleMania time will will hold. But um, I think to to put him at WrestleMania 36 right now is is a little um, jumping the gun because like I said, he doesn't even he doesn't look like the CM Punk that left six years ago. He looks like you know Phil Brooks, you know the the commenter on on Fox. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but you know, and and I'm I'm I'm. I've stressed this enough. Like, yo, we're not gonna see Punk wrestle again. I'm not saying that it's not it can't happen, but I'm more leaning towards like I I just don't expect him to wrestle again. But it's November now. WrestleMania is in April. He could bulk mm-hmm. up in a couple of months. So let's not act like that's impossible. Yeah, I mean, but that conversation would have to happen soon. And no, no, no. I'm I'm saying no, but like I I think his body weight is not even like an issue here. No. I think it's more like he just seems like he's not interested in ever wrestling again, which I'm fine with. I, I'm I'm more towards that. Like I'm cool with not seeing him wrestle again. But yeah. the the whole him his body issue, I don't even think it plays a factor because it's not like he's gonna wrestle tomorrow night. It's more like if there was a right offer here, whether it's for WrestleMania or Money in the Sand five or or something that's a big money thing that interests Punk. Like he could get into ring weight or whatever it is in shape, however you want to put it, in time. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm trying to tell you, Sam? Yeah, yeah. One thing that I am going to be critical on is his relationship with Colt. Really, I mean, you look back and go back to where this whole thing started, where he left, and then right around this time, six years ago, he came out with the the podcast on on Colt Cabana's podcast. And, you know, from there you go into the legal litigation and, you know, now he's not working for WWE, but like he's, he's dipping his toe in the water, if you will. And that friendship that was years of friendship is totally torn apart due to this whole thing. And man, I just, it's unfortunate, you know, and I don't know the the back story no one really. knows i just no one know knows. yeah i just know what was told on the internet and things of that nature and, and you can't even believe that also like you know what i'm saying and, and we've discussed this sam how don't believe everything you see on the internet and we don't know the necessarily the whole real story and i'm with you about that that, that if anything that's my biggest criticism on punk is the whole cocabana uh situation because Cole Cabana's a nice dude. We've talked about this in previous episodes, how Cole Cabana is such a nice guy, and I feel bad for the guy. And I feel like due to this whole punk WWE trial doctor bullshit, in many ways, I feel like Colt kind of has like maybe even suffering a little bit of depression because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I'm with you on that. That's been my biggest critique on, on punk. Um, you were mentioning the whole thing, like why you feel the way you do because uh, of punk, even though you know you kind of hopped on that a little bit too late. But your biggest critique is like, you know, you can't be talking shit about the business but taking money from from wrestling fans, right? And which I right. respect your opinion, and you can feel however you want to feel. I'm a little bit on the other side with that. I feel like just because he shits on the business, I feel like that doesn't mean he can't appreciate fans that still like him or wrestling fans that still want to see him in signings you know it's two different relationships here relationships here and just because a troll wants to fucking troll one of these guys whether it's punk or rounds or whoever right like i can't necessarily 
shit on 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 guys, no matter who it is, always for like giving a quick response. Like Jericho does it all the time, but when Jericho does it, you could tell that Jericho's never caught up in his feelings. He just strays like shits mm-hmm. on these people, right? But nobody criticized Jericho. But at the same time, Jericho's playing a heel on TV, so right. it's like there's like there's like you know there's blurry blurry lines in between that. I just think I think just think what Punk is, you know, anybody that I've know that met Punk post WWE said that their experience was great. So I can't sit here and shit on the guy if he does a signing. Like, yes, I know it's a money thing. Boom. But I'm looking at more of a fan's perspective and be like, hey, you're making a fan's moment here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just glad that we possibly have the opportunity to maybe see him back in the ring. And I'm not gonna be one of these fans to to push him to do that. You know, if you're one of these people that tweet him consistently, fucking delete your Twitter, just like he told Seth to do. Um, and I fucking... feel like, and I feel like people are reading too much into like the whole like Seth Rollins and Punk thing. Like, like don't act like this isn't the first time like these wrestlers troll us. Like, it. it Randy Orton's been trolling us for the last year, talking about he's going to go to AEW, and he signed yeah. a new WWE deal. So mm-hmm. stop being like one of these marks that be like, oh, this is not happening. This is happening for a reason. No. This is what they, 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 <laughs> this is what they do. They, they, they tend to troll us. Like, let's not yeah. act like, you know, we, there's been times where we think like a wrestling angle or something's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. And like I said, I don't, I don't see anybody right now that would benefit from a punk match because – it would be Punk's first match back. He's got to win. So who's going to do the job to Punk and then come out on the op- on the other end looking better? Nobody. Seth Rollins. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Seth Rollins really does need to stay away from Twitter, bro. I, I know he's trying to be like a company guy and wave that like WWE flag. And guess what? If he was doing this as a heel... I will completely support it. But the fact that he's a face doing it, it just doesn't add up. And um, I think I spoke about this last week. Uh, he was on Corey Gray's podcast, and he mentioned the whole Kenny Omega thing and kind of him uh, saying, like, you know, the AEW's like a minor league and, you know, his thoughts. on. He said that, oh, the only reason he's doing that, he doesn't want to be buddy-buddy. Like, he wants to give fans, like, something to talk about or whatever. But at the same time, it's like if you're portraying a face on t- on TV and you're trying to be, like, this rebel... You to like to be a face all day. Exactly. You, you can't play both sides here. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. not you. You're trying to portray yourself as, like, such a good guy on WWE TV. Yeah, like, on Twitter, you're coming off as a dick. So you, you can't do that. And nobody's going to take away Seth Rollins in the ring. He's arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world. But... You, you 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 just can't be a face and then be a prick on Twitter. It just doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like they're blurring the lines with him on TV. Uh, yeah. Sam? Uh, I feel bad for Seth because... Oh, of course you do. I do. I do. <laughs> I really do because here's a guy, what do you think, eight months ago, nine months ago, where we were like, yo, this guy, he's got to be the face, right? Roman Reigns is sick. We got to see, you know, Rollins be the face of the company. Well, I've been saying for the last year that they cashed on him too late. It should have been a year ago. I've I've been saying that because he's, let's be honest here, 2019, he has not had the same momentum as the year before that. They uh, cashed in on him late. Too late. Well, they they messed up from the minute he came back from his injury. Um, I was at Extreme Rules when he came back. 
from his injury, and the place fucking went nuts when he gave Roman Reigns the, uh, the pedigree. Um, the place went crazy, and he came back still as a heel, and he was still trying to be that swarmy, uh, fucking authority, you know, dick sucking fucking heel. Whoa. You know what I mean? And um, they should have just went full on babyface with him there, and I feel like he would have been because they put that twenty four of Seth Rollins on the network where it portrayed him like such a face, right. and that they, they you're right, they kind of. Going back to that extreme rules, they should have brought him as a face, and they kind of had him like blur the lines between like he would trash the crowd, but then he would do like face things. But yeah. then I feel like throughout the years, they kind of did a good job rebuilding him a little bit. Going back to yeah. 2018, where he did that gauntlet, gauntlet match. match for over an hour, and I'm like, bro, this guy should main event against Lesnar at WrestleMania. Instead, they gave us Reigns Lesnar 2, which the crowd crapped on because nobody gave a shit about it. They yeah. should have cashed in on Rollins there, and they didn't. They did a year later, which is he wasn't having the same momentum. And right. going back to WrestleMania, right, this year, every match that Lesnar's had where he put effort in the match, right, AJ Styles at Survivor Series, Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series, Finn Balor and Roy at the Royal Rumble, you could tell that Lesnar was motivated in those matches. When he mm -hmm. had the match at WrestleMania with Rollins, it was such a quick match. That win didn't do nothing for Rollins. Fast forward to SummerSlam, that's the match that we should have gotten at Mania. Yeah. Yeah. But the I damage like has been done already at this point. Brock was pretty much like, oh, the women are going to be in the main event? All right, put me on first so I can get the fuck out. And I think we lost him. And we lost Sam. There you go. Damn, Sam? Messing up. Oh, no, we're right. We're right. Hey, hello? You're back? Hello? Yeah, I'm back? Yeah, we're good. You're back. I was going to say, I never lost you guys. I still heard you. Uh, well, um, Well, good thing we didn't say anything bad about you then. Oh, kiss my ass, Leo. You always <laughs> something bad about me. I know it. I know it. I'm not stupid. It's all right, um, Brocky Suplex Dali. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, that Rollins, you need, that Rollins, you need next Rollins. week off. That you can't yeah, do the show next week. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, Leo. Yo, you, you leave in the middle of the show. I'm about to do the same thing right now. I got R Rollins. We're, we're, we're talking about Rollins. About oh. um, the, the whole Brock thing, how he was like, he wasn't motivated. He was like, fuck this, man. I'm not putting on a performance. I'm going to be the opening match. Yeah, and then he left. He had a stake and, and you know, laid on top of his wife, like like he said he did in, in UFC. But, um, you know, that like you said, that did nothing for Rollins. And I feel like the, the creative after that with the mixed tag match with Becky kind of threw even more water on on his fire. Well, look who they were facing. They were facing two people that nobody gives a shit about. Baron Corbin yeah. and Lacey Evans. Yeah. At the time. And, yeah, and you know what's crazy? I feel like if Baron Corbin and Rollins had a program now, it would mean more because Baron has definitely stepped his game up since that. Well, I, I would I would disagree with you on that for the fact that Rollins has so much heat, so they'll be booing both guys. <laughs> just I'm just being honest here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, I I feel like he has done himself no favors going on Twitter and getting into arguments with people in other companies. And you can't be in an argument with Jim Ross, man. I mean, come on. You're not. <laughs> Jim for, Ross for, made a shirt. Right. For <laughs> yeah. old, older wrestling fans like us, you're instantly going to get heat if you and Jim Ross are in some kind of, you know, disagreement. Beef. We're always going to take Jim's side. That's Uncle Jim. You know what I mean? So, like. Especially yeah, Jim, Jim Ross at the Asia, he doesn't give a shit anyway, so he's just going to call it how he sees it. It's like, I'm going to make yeah. a shirt. 
right. Yeah, man. I just um, he's done himself no favor. I I feel bad for him because I feel like he he's lost himself throughout <sighs> throughout the year. No, he really has. You know, fuck you guys. I'm gonna get my own fucking uh, drop <laughs> button. No, man. It, it it's a lot being in that spotlight. Uh, it takes a toll on you. You know what I mean? And um, I I don't know where he goes from here. To be honest with you. AEW. Nah, no, nah, see, Leo, too far. All right. Um, do we want to touch on like the CM Punk tweeting thing? Tw- no. uh, that, you know, he tweeted at Vince Triple H. Uh, then he put Tony Khan, and then Tony Khan responded something about like Saudi Arabia, and then Randy Orton jumped in and then, like he like retweeted like an article about like about his dad from uh, like a year ago. It, it, I think it was even longer than that, saying that uh, Tony Khan's dad was like in t- some type of like what it, what was the article again? Like he was in some type of like he was caught in like corruption. some corruption with like something, with and then craft. and then Tony Khan like dropped the bomb. He was like, "Listen, that he pr- he probably he." Kind of made it seem like that article was like so old and it was not yeah, even and th- true. And then his dad was acquitted from that. Stuff. And he, he was acquitted from that stuff. And then he was like, in the matter of that, you dropped like the n bomb <laughs> on Twitch, on Twitch or something. Do we want to touch on that at all? Or no, not really. Is there anything? Okay. I mean, I think you just covered it. <laughs> it. It's pretty funny though. Yo, Tony Khan does not care, bro. No, I like Tony Khan's, um, you know, his effort to jab back. You know what I mean? And. uh Randy Orton, you know, he he gets a congratulations, right? I mean, you can't be saying that shit on Twitch. It was a Freudian slip, but, you know, you shouldn't be saying that word to begin with. Um, you know, and it wasn't in the same context that a Hulk Hogan used it or anything like that. So, I, 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 when, when this story first came out about the whole Randy thing or whatever, and people, you know, it, it didn't become such a big headline. But right. this is how I, 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 uh, how I put it out there about the N-bomb. I personally don't think anybody should be saying it. It doesn't matter what you are, who you are. I don't think anybody should say it. And just to make it even like so you guys could understand, don't let these rappers and music make you think you have a past to say the word. I don't think anybody should be saying it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Orton definitely needs to check himself on that one. Um, yeah, man, I agree, Mario. There, there's no excuse for that. Uh, the only thing that I'll say about it is, like I said, it wasn't used in the same context as a Hulk Hogan, where it was like, I don't want my date or, uh, daughter uh, to date N-words. It was, it, it was more of like a Freudian slip, like, you know, st- stupid, just stupid, mm-hmm. you know, just stupid on his part. Not defending it in any kind of way, just just saying it, it wasn't the same. It, it didn't have the, the racial connotation. Right, that that ugly feeling that mm-hmm. you get when you go back and listen to what Hogan said. So, to me, for me, Orton is Orton. He he does stupid shit like that. He shits in bags, you know what I mean. He he steals fucking fans' lighters, you know what I mean. We've seen him act like an asshole before for years. So you know, Orton's Orton. He gets the pass. I, you know, whatever. Uh, before you were talking about that, Leo lives and Leo leaves and halfway through the show, uh, James Esponto is saying uh, when Leo leaves the show is just because his at his age his bladder isn't working the way it's supposed to in his forties, so he has to take more trips to the bathroom. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so context. I think this is a good Lee uh, Lee in and a tie away uh, a tie in if you segue segue. There you go. There you go. Um, 
Jim Cornette. It's a Mexican on a segue. Jim Cornette, uh, we've been praising NWA Power for the last couple weeks. I think it's such a great show, and I've never been a Jim Cornette fan. I don't give two shits about the guy, but I will put him over and say he's great on commentary. Unfortunately, this past week, he said... Uh, I think the best way to put it, he, he he did a starvation joke. It's very outdated. I can say the joke because I don't think it was funny. And, uh, and, and why can you stop being a disco inferno sorry, and let me sorry. finish and then you could talk? Sorry. All right, this Cleo. Um, I think it was a starvation joke. I don't think it's a racist joke. I think yes. it's an outdated joke. And I think just because oh by the way, just because he said it many many moons ago, doesn't mean that it was okay back then for him to say it. Yeah. Um, right. I think it was a starvation joke. I don't think the guy's racist, but the problem is who it came from. Mm-hmm. For, it came from Jim Cornette, which is a guy that he he's very opinionated and he says a lot of things that are, are very crazy, right? Yes. He's a very crazy guy. And I think Sam has mentioned this a lot to me when it, when we talk about like, you know, racism not just in WWE but just or in wrestling in general, just like racism like when it comes to the world. Some people are not racist, like legit racist, where they're like, oh, I hate Spanish people. I hate black people. They're they they they're just kind of like they have like this old white man outlook about things where they say something like, oh, I'm not racist, but it's things that— I'm not that, racist, but go back to but, Mexico. But they say like politically incorrect shit. Okay. And what mm-hmm. Cornette said, he's a dummy for not saying it, but I kind of got to give the bigger congratulations to NWA. Congratulations. You played yourself. Because this ain't live product. This is things that they they taped months ago. Yeah. And how do you let that slide by? And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, but it wasn't a big deal. People are too sensitive, blah, 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 blah. And believe me, I'm with you about the pussification Whoa. of the world. Because we live in a very sensitive world. Bitch. But let's be honest here. We live in a different time now. And if you're behind a microphone, if you're doing broadcasting, whatever the case may be, there's things you shouldn't say. Now, do I think it's a racist joke? Absolutely not. Do I think Jim Cornette's a racist? No. I think the guy's an idiot, and I think the joke shouldn't have been said, period. Uh, Leo, since you like to interrupt people so much, go ahead. No, I think you said the, specifically the right thing I was going to say. No, mentira. Uh, so it, it wasn't a racist joke. But if you actually look at it, and it's funny because everybody keeps retweeting the whole rap that John Cena had for Eddie Guerrero about saying the green card and get deported and go back to Mexico or whatever. Like, if you look at that in context to what's happening right now, like, John Cena was mad racist in, like, three minutes, you know? But it's not that same time. It's not that same atmosphere. So, again, was it a racial joke? No, I heard it. I thought it was funny. But I understood where it was coming from. Now, choosing chicken and that country, I think that's where the, the people that could make it make a uh, uh, case for it being racist that's where they took it from because I, it wasn't I, I, it was a starvation yeah. joke it was still a bad joke of course but i don't think it was a racist joke uh i, I just don't like jim Cornette. i really don't give a shit about the guy mm-hmm. but you know he, he was great on, com- on commentary and i think it's a, i think it's a loss for nwa um i have my ideas who we could get to replace that but sam let's get this russo no oh man uh Fucking Jim Cornette. I, I feel like he just needs to stay away from on-camera roles uh, for a while, forever, maybe. Uh, he's from a different generation, and uh, not saying that anything that he said or, or, or Bobby Heenan or any of these you know stupid um, racially uh, motivated uh, 
fucking like angles from the past were were right. They were completely stupid then, and they're stupid now. But Cornette needs to just stay away from a microphone. Uh, if he's gonna have a job with a wrestling company, he should be behind the scenes as a contributor. Which which obviously uh, he can't keep the job, so I don't think that happening. Right, because he he's way too opinionated uh, with his ver. There's different people see wrestling differently. You know, I I'm looking at an autograph in a new day right now. And some people would say that's not wrestling. You can't bring pancakes to the ring and throw them in the ring. You know what I mean? It's goofy. Jim Cornette might be one of those people. Cause in his mind, wrestling should be a smoke filled arena, you know, two good old boys wrestling over, wrestling. you know, uh, a dispute, whether it was a, a dispute over a woman or money or a title belt, whatever there's, no rules to this shit. You know what I mean? This is professional wrestling. Everybody sh- should be allowed in this, you know, this community. And and look at a guy like Orange Cassidy doing a weird ass fucking a gimmick. You see the New Day doing the pancake thing, all the way to you know what you know NWA is doing with a guy like Trevor Murdoch. You know what I mean? Complete completely different things, but everybody's got their niche in this thing. And I feel like Jim Cornette. He's just he's too close minded. He's from another era and he doesn't need to be on camera anymore um this you know it's just a stupid thing to get fucking canned for you should definitely know better in this day and age to be making dumbass jokes like that it's not the 80s and like i said it wasn't right then it isn't right now and and i know know people are trying to defend that too like saying that like oh it's an old school show so it's okay to say it. it wasn't right back then too and not even him making comments like that back then, because obviously he said the same thing before in the past. DX with X Pac doing blackface, that wasn't okay either. Yeah, yeah. And Vince, Vince dropping the N bomb, that wasn't okay. We talked about Kamala, that character, that wasn't okay. Just because things happened in the past doesn't make it okay. Right. Yeah. You know, some and some people, Mario, you're gonna say that to them, and it's still not gonna sink in. And guess what? Those you are know, the same it, people that are ignorant. They live in a bubble and they probably don't get laid. Just being honest. Yeah, these are the same people that when we were talking <laughs> mm. when we were talking about the whole ACH situation, where you know they were trying to de- defend the shirt. You know, the they're a- never they're never gonna see the the other side or look into and see why this is wrong. So you know, some of those people you know you just gotta you know do the old southern thing and just say bless their heart and just keep it moving and and, and, you, know. and you know what i'm and i'm gonna say this and this is gonna piss people off right if you're a person right that says this isn't racist right and you're not like if that's not you're not that like you know demographic or whatever it is you want to put it like let's say if you're if you're a white boy and something's racist towards like either hispanics or black people right we're gonna if you're a white boy and you're going to sit here and tell me, a Latino, saying that's not racist, you deserve to get slapped. Oh, that's you have no say in that. Yeah. No say whatsoever. Right. You're not going to tell me, right, if it's something's racist towards Latinos, right, if you don't feel and like if you're a white boy yeah. and you're telling me, oh, but that's not racist, you're going to tell me that's not racist? Yeah. And believe me, I also know I'm that, that we live in a, sens- a, a very sensitive world world too right people are very ignorant 
Yeah, they are. But but that's and, the and, thing. So, and, and just because you're ignorant, maybe it's not your fault. But why don't you take your time and educate yourself? Of course. Instead of going on Twitter and Facebook, be like, this isn't racist. Why don't you educate but yourself and do your research? Because at the end of the day, everybody has an opinion and they think their opinion matters. And, and and unfortunately, you know what? That's why we have this show. But to tell you the truth, we don't do this show for the people that listen to us. We do this show because we like talking about it. Just like when you go and talk to somebody, the first thing that you're going to say is not putting yourself over. Because that's what people do nowadays on social media. That's, Dude, 140 characters, I don't give a fuck what you have to say with 140 characters. Even with this Jim Cornette thing, and I, and I touched on it with the whole ACH thing. Even with this Jim Cornette thing, I just saw the ugliness of wrestling fans being divided saying like oh that's not racist oh i thought it was funny i didn't see nothing wrong with blah 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 blah. whatever you thought let's let's think outside the box and be like okay let's figure out why this could be offensive first all right right. and i and i don't and i don't even think and and listen i i can't stand jim Cornette, but i don't think the guy's racist at all i think he just has a very old-fashioned mindset and he's very close-minded like what sam said yeah yeah and like it's exactly the same thing like Going back to like the whole Randy Orton thing, like I said, to me personally, he he gets a pass. Like, um, I have Hulk Hogan shirts that I won't wear anymore. Me and Gabby were just talking, like, yo, you should throw them out because we're trying to do a little spring cleaning, and I probably will. But like, let's say somebody, like I'm Puerto Rican, let's say if somebody that's African American comes up to me and goes, you know, no, that that is offensive. I'm not gonna argue. Okay, yeah, then it was it was offensive. You know what I mean? You know, Randy Orton doesn't get a, a pass from. From you, and I'll agree with them. You know what I mean? Because that's how they feel. You know, I'm not gonna sit there and dispute it. The fuck would I look like doing that? You know what I mean? That, that's Pe- that's people, just crazy. Pe- unfortunately, people are like that, and those are people that are ignorant. And mm-hmm. like I said in the past, you know, sometimes you could be ignorant when it comes to things, but at least if you try to educate yourself and try to figure out why is this offensive? Why could this be racist? Oh, I don't see it. Instead of asking people, oh, I don't so, see how this could be racist. Why don't you figure out what blackface is or what a sambo is? Like, figure it out. Instead, if you could go, if you could take your time to try to troll people yeah. on Twitter, and listen, even people on our page do, do yeah, it too. Fuck the general. Pe- <laughs> people on our page, uh, page do it too, where they try to be funny, but the difference is nobody gives them attention because yeah. I don't. But of course. Try to figure out why something could be offensive. Try to educate yourself because it's okay mm-hmm. to be ignorant if you don't know something. But if if you try to educate yourself and Google and figure out why something could be offensive and why it could be racist, even if you don't see it, Same. there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, our boy James check this out. It says, I didn't see the problem with it in quotation marks. Doesn't mean it's not a problem. It just means they don't understand what this isn't a problem. They don't understand mm-hmm. on why this is a problem. Yeah, I, I feel like instead of commenting, I didn't see the problem with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe ask your friend hey, that do you think is offended. Exactly. Why are you offended by this? I mean, no disrespect. I just want to mm-hmm. see your take on it. Are, are, and then listen, because uh-huh. God gave you two ears and one mouth. So listen to what they say. Okay. And then take it in and go, okay, now I understand, you know, their perspective. Okay, because do, we're all going to have different outlooks. You know what I mean? Do you guys get bothered if I call you guys legal Mexicans? Does that bother you? No? Puerto Ricans? No? We're good? Can I say it? No? Okay, sorry. Just trying to lighten up the mood. <laughs> Mario is a disgusting <laughs> Mario, Mario, hit him with a button. There you go. Congratulations. You played yourself. Gabriel Puta. Exactly. Exactly. So... Uh, what else do we have there on the list of uh, Mario? Well, we mentioned a little bit of hey, Ace. Uh, 
a little bit of ACH. Apparently, he got released. That's the the rumor going around. He did his first indie book, and I think like yesterday or something. He fought already. Yeah, he did an indie book, and I don't know somewhere in some I think it's called Heavy Metal Pro Wrestling or something uh-huh. uh, against some guy that I don't I never even heard of. But the graphics ta- guy is worse than I am. So he's I'm just ta- saying. Well, he's taking indie bookings <laughs> now, so I guess ACH got released. There you go. Uh, do we have any thoughts on that? Uh, well, good Sam? for him. I think that's what he wanted. Um, mm. so good, good for him. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think he was happy there. You know, he definitely vented his frustration. Uh, you know, we touched on it a couple episodes back where maybe he might've went about it the wrong way, but you know, who am I to say, you know, I'm not him. So he, you know, got what he wanted. Good for him. He's making money and I hope to see him pop up at a Jersey or Philly or New York show sometime down the line you know yeah i'm with you on that sam all right let's talk about survivor series yeah because uh, it's all leading up to survivor series survivor series happening tonight now how do you guys feel about survivor series before thanksgiving because i'm more i'm more happy with it after thanksgiving i don't give a shit <laughs> just, just <laughs> I don't, a question sam do you care i don't i i miss the thanksgiving vibe i mean that was years ago years yeah. ago but i'm very nostalgic person so i know Every year around this time, I always watch the 1991 Survivor Series just to get the feels of Turkey Day. That's just me. Is that where the Gobbly Goobler debuted? No, that was when Taker beat Hogan for the, the championship. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Ric Flair um, slides the chair in or whatever, and Hogan... You can see that, Hogan's head that, definitely doesn't hit the that chair. That tombstone was terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hogan said that he got a, a stinger or something, and that kind of like killed Taker's push for a little bit, but everything worked out for Taker. <laughs> Let's think about that, how old that is. It killed Taker's push. Uh-huh. That's how long ago that was. Well, listen, if, if, let, let me tell you something, brother. If Hogan was here right now, you know what he would tell you, Sam? If you actually think, oh. if you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the, wrong, at the right time, let me say it one more time okay. so you completely understand, McMahon. Uh-huh. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. It never does. Oh, All right. So before we break down the matches, how do we think about the, the kind of the progression of the storyline of brand supremacy between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT leading up to it? I feel like they kind of hit a home run when NXT first invaded SmackDown. And it's been pretty much hit or miss until this past week. I think this past week, everything was executed pretty good. But, like, in between all that, I think it was a lot of hit or misses. Uh, what do you think? Uh, to be honest with you, I like it. Uh, I think this is the only year that I have no complaints about Survivor Series. This is the only time that I've felt that way. Well, I'm not, I, I'm not talking about necessarily the matches. I'm talking about, like, how we got here. The build-up. The build-up to it. I'm not talking about the match card, because the match card on paper looks like, uh, you know, one of maybe, you know, uh, events of the year. I'm just talking yeah. about how we got here. Because, you know, you, you had them going to UK. The UK shows were very underwhelming. I feel like they hit a home run with the, the first NXT invasion when some of the, the town were stuck in Saudi. And then everything... Beside in between, besides this past week was hit or miss. Mm. Yeah, I I could see that, but what I'm saying is, in the past, it's been Raw versus SmackDown, and it's kind of fell flat every year for me. You know, because they usually okay. do like some kind of roster shakeup around uh, SummerSlam, right? So it doesn't even feel like fresh, or you know, like these 
two entities, Raw versus SmackDown, really matter because they were just either on the same show like a couple months back or whatever the case may be. So just even with the buildup with some of these shows where it felt like more like filler episodes, especially the ones over in the UK, I have I really have no complaints because of years past, it's been so much worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, like I said, this is the first time I'm actually excited for Survivor Series in a very, very long time. I can't remember the last time I was actually excited for, for a Survivor Series pay-per-view. Okay, let's go. Uh, Leo, any thoughts on the build-up to Survivor Series? I love it. Yeah. I, 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 but, again, because it's breaking the norm. Yeah. You yeah. know, I hate the fact that you go through phoning it in is, mm-hmm. a, is a term that, that's used a lot in I was, wrestling. I, I think the UK shows were phoned in. Yes, but I Those think... Those shows were terrible, but to I be think honest with you. WWE but, as a whole for the past... And that's why, you know, I was joking around at the beginning with, you know, the last 10 years. But let's be real. The last 10 years, what what has been talked about? WrestleMania, Rumble, SummerSlam. There, there was a... Um, one, I think when they first brought the, the, the draft split again. Okay, like, the, but the first time. That first... No, 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 no. Like... The, the, when the they last re, one. When they, when they reintroduced the brand split. Okay. But I think that I remember, felt flat, remember when, though. Remember when AJ Styles was still champion? It was like AJ, Ambrose, and like the Wyatts when Orton mm. was in there versus like Team Raw, which is like Seth, Roman. Uh, I think Strowman was in there. Yeah, but, but okay, but that was one match. And what I think what think what's really good about this Survivor Series is you have multiple matches that will not only make you think about what could happen, but they'll be entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. The whole Nakamura, Roddy, and, and AJ, I want to watch that match. Okay, let's talk about that match. We'll start the, the breakdown with that match. Because uh, th- we're here. That's exactly that, what I wanted to do. First of all, this, there's a lot of matches on here that are yeah. potential show stealers. Mm. How many matches yeah. do we have? Do, do we know real quick? Okay. Uh, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. We got eight matches. Eight matches. Okay, right so now. that's double of NXT because what we have to go against is what NXT did yesterday. Mm. But you got to understand, like, the, the two War Games matches from yeah. last night, like, Time wise, that could have been like four matches alone there. Yeah, you know yeah. yeah, but you have yeah, four absolutely. and four, so it kind of uh, it, it does even out. So now you have you got the, the I guess the battle of the mid card championships. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you have Roderick Strong, North American champion. You have Shinsuke, IC champ, and then mm-hmm. you have AJ, United States champion. Uh, I guess I'll start off first. Um, you can make an argument for all three guys here. Especially the tremendous loss that Undisputed Era got last night. Mm-hmm. So you could make the argument that Roddy needs a win. You could also make the argument that Shinsuke needs a win out of all three because, you know, he's kind of been an underwhelming champion. Yeah. I'm going to go with AJ Styles, not only because I'm wearing the shirt, but I'm going to go with AJ Styles because he's been pushed the hardest. And I feel like if he drops the title tomorrow night to my man Humberto, um, uh, Humberto Carrillo, which I think could possibly happen, let's get a big win tonight, and then he could drop the title tomorrow. And mm. that title switch means that much more tomorrow night for Humberto Carrillo. There you go. Uh, All right, am I, am I doing Jack Swagger now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I can't roll my R's as good as you, uh, Sam. Uh, Sam, what you what you got? What you think of this match? I'm gonna completely agree with you on this one, man. Um, I feel like they're building towards a Bullet Club reunion of sorts with uh, the Finn Balor, you know, doing all this. And and uh, maybe this could be AJ Styles dropping the title tomorrow uh, to go against Seth and maybe some kind of build up with that. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see Shinsuke or Roddy winning this one. I got to go with AJ Styles. Uh, Leo. Now, not in this match, but I think in the other matches – 
in order for this whole invasion thing to, to work out and for you to s- still beat AEW in the ratings, and I told this to Mario off the air, I think you need to have NXT win at least a couple of the matches because then that's going to get people interested. Okay, I want to follow up with this guy. This is the first time I'm watching a pay-per-view with NXT guys. These guys just killed it. I'm going to keep following them in the sense that, you know what, now Raw and SmackDown can still send their guys to kind of get payback for losing at Survivor Series. In this match, I think AJ will take it. I don't see Shinsuke having the, the whole push and everything. Like, I like what they did uh, on SmackDown. I mean, I, I would have to disagree with you with Shinsuke. I, obviously, his mm. championship run has been underwhelming, but they gave the man a brand new Intercontinental no, Championship. No, but, but, so, I mean, like, you got to, okay. now he's got to have the title for like a little bit longer, don't you think? <laughs> but, but you remember what I told you at the beginning when we were talking about the way they gave it to him? Yeah, they, it, right? it was very underwhelming because it just came out of a bag instead of having like a, a, a presentation of this new championship. Like, you know, Sammy just just came out from a bag. I was like, here, take all, this. All, I, all, I'm <laughs> say, all I'm saying is this. Like, you, you had the invoice come in. Like, okay, the title's done. You sign off on it. Oh, hey, we're going to give it to you early. It shows up on, on uh, Friday night. They're like, okay, well, here. You guys are walking out there. Here, give him the title. Like, you didn't put any thought into it. Mm-hmm. But as far as the match, I like the match because we know what all three guys could do. Yeah. Now, will they let them do it? That's something totally different. I oh, hope yeah. so, man. I really do. I feel like they're going to let a lot of these guys go because NXT has involvement in here. Because, mm-hmm. like, they, think about it. You know, they let Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan go. Yeah, so, but it wasn't a Survivor Series. Exactly. It was a SmackDown, and they let them go. So I feel like since mm-hmm. NXT's involved with this whole thing, I feel like they're going to let a lot of these guys go. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope they let these three men I go. I want to see it on this match. Yeah. This yeah. is the match I want to see it. All right, so you're yeah. going with AJ too, huh, Leo? Yeah, yeah, I'm going with AJ. All right, this is a – the next match I kind of have – it, it's a head-scratcher for me just because of one team. So we have the Team Raw, Team SmackDown, Team NXT Women's Survivor Series match. For Team Raw, we have Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, and Sarah Logan. That's odd. Why? Exactly. Then you got Team SmackDown. You got Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. Um, team NXT, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Um, you know, I think the the, the if you look at this talent, right, mm-hmm. you go like, which one doesn't fit in all these? And that's Sarah Logan. Like, she hasn't been on TV, I don't know, God knows long how long. Time. Like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? Um, mm. Now, looking at all these women, I've noticed that, you know, who they've been really pushing hard is Nikki Cross. And you can make the same argument for Rhea Ripley and Team NXT. So, well, didn't Nikki have the last shot? Coming into the whole thing in NXT, but that, yeah, but that was on NXT TV. You also no, no, had no, but, but what I'm saying is, so kinda... I don't see Team Raw winning this. I'm more towards more Team NXT or Team SmackDown. Man, it, you know, it's between it's between a Rhea Ripley or Nikki Cross being in the sole survivors. It's really really hard. I'm gonna go with Team NXT on this. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, it's really really hard. Because you can make said. the same argument for mm. Team SmackDown also, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate Team SmackDown winning either. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with Team NXT. Uh, Sam, how about you? Yeah, I, I, am gonna go with Team NXT as well. Um, I feel like this is gonna be a way for WWE to showcase a lot of those uh, NXT talents 
that people might not be too familiar with. Uh, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, WWE marks that are just watching Raw and SmackDown and skipping Wednesday. Uh, I, and I'm going to jump the gun and say Team NXT for the men as well. Uh, we're going to see a lot of NXT wins tonight, in my opinion, because um, that's just the way that they're going to try and highlight you know some of these superstars moving forward. Well, you jumped the gun on the men's, but before we talk yeah, about them, before we talk about the men's match, uh, Leo, what's your thoughts on the women's? Um, <laughs> fucking guy. I, I so, guess I guess Sam had a little bit of oh, a little bit of the bubbly since he's just, just jumping ahead <laughs> matches yeah. and shit. Come on, you're, you're starting <laughs> to act like Leo now. <laughs> um, no, but I think with, with this, you're right. With what Mario was saying about not giving it to Raw, Raw feels like they didn't put enough emphasis on it like they're they're worrying about everything else but other than wrong. this yeah so like even if you look at the shows and that's why i started with the show asking mario like what do you think you know one two and three is and i was like they they're raw smackdown are like in the bottom total a- exactly because mlw i'm more entertained by mlw and impact than i am a raw smackdown but, but that's what i'm saying like if when you look at nxt and that's why i i'm gonna keep saying this for all these matches you need nxt to win because right now you cannot take another loss. The whole XFL thing that, that McMahon's doing is not going to go anywhere. I don't even see it going three uh, three uh, games in the way things are looking. Like they were showing the other day how much the players are going to get. And one guy turned it down and said, I can make more at McDonald's. So, <laughs> but what I'm saying is this. Damn. They're, they're only paying their players the, the I think, the... Um, the average is going to be like 64000 a year. Well, guess what? They're still making more than fucking uh, what Ring of Honor's paying some of the time well, over there with $20,000 a yeah. year. <laughs> but but that's what, what, we're, what we're looking at is this. McMahon cannot take another hit. McMahon cannot as a person, as an as a entity. Because remember, if McMahon takes a hit, the WWE is going to take a hit. WWE is a publicly traded company. And at the end of the day, what makes the value of your company? The public. It may not be the people that watch your shows, but it as a whole, the people that are buying into the company. So now, when you look into it, Raw, they're not looking into it as much, but they're going to feel it. But looking at this match, just for the women's part, I think NXT is going to take it because then you start building Rhea as Shayna Baszler's counterpart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, we went, into, we went into Survivor Series. I put a women's team together. I had issues. I fought the night before. I pinned you the that night before. That title is mine. I'm going to go get it. Mm-hmm. I just led our team. We won overall, mm-hmm. over SmackDown, over eight women that, that are at the top of their level. So at this point, she's like the premier woman. You know what I'm saying? You're building that character mm-hmm. as the badass, as the one that can make things happen. So now when you have NXT on Wednesday... And you watch the Survivor Series and you saw Rhea Ripley basically go through everybody because that's kind of like the way it looked yesterday, two on four. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have people say, okay, you know what? I like this Rhea Ripley girl. Let me look more into her. Especially, I mean, you can make the argument damn, like... that sounded really good. Sorry. That might have been the smartest take you ever done, <laughs> said on this show. But um, I don't know what happened. I blacked out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old school, huh? <laughs> um... You can make the argument, especially with Rhea Ripley after War Games, like, okay, now you make the argument about Team NXT. Like, how can they lose at this point because they won the War Games match two against four? You could also make the same argument like, okay, it makes sense for them to lose because they've been battered and they they got taken so much out of in the War Games match. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Team NXT also. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Sam likes to jump ahead, and we got to talk about the men's match now. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Team Raw. We got Raw. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Randy oh. Orton, Ricochet, and Keith. <laughs> Oh, sorry. And Kevin Owens, which he was in War Games last night. That's going to be the deal breaker. Right uh, Team SmackDown, you have Roman Reigns, Mustafa oh! Ali, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, and my 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 poor guy, Shorty G, bro. And then you got Team NXT to be determined. Nobody knows who Team NXT is. Why? Nobody knows. They haven't announced it yet. Okay. So before we figure it out, before we do our prediction on who's going to win the match, right? Yeah. I think we we need to focus on what's going to go on in this match because now we have Kevin Owens that just tagged with Tommaso Ciampa and them. In NXT. In NXT, but he's part of Team Raw. So now you figure everybody on Team Raw is going to be looking at him like this. Yeah, like what are you doing? You know, kind of give him the side eye, like what are you doing or whatever. Um, And then I think what uh, – uh, what people tend to forget is Roman Reigns is in this match. Mm-hmm. And one thing I praise WWE, which is very rare that I praise the company. Yeah, I know. We record this. Yeah. They protected Roman Reigns this year where he hasn't gotten booed. This booking has been very, very good. Mm-hmm. So Safe. you got to protect Roman Reigns in this match on who he eliminates. it eliminates. Because mm-hmm. if, let's say, Tommaso Ciampa's in NXT for Team NXT, yeah. which I think he's going to be, if he eliminates Tommaso Ciampa, that crowd, that Chicago crowd oh, is going to turn on Roman yeah. Reigns. Oh, they're going to jump all over him. So just the fact that we don't know who Team NXT is, um, I kind of feel like Team NXT has to win this. Mm-hmm. Sam, I'm not going to even ask you what's your thoughts because you already said Team NXT is going to win this. Do you have <laughs> any opinions on, on the whole Kevin Owens thing and who might be in Team NXT at all? I feel like we might see um, Kevin Owens jump ship to NXT tonight full-time i feel like uh ala jericho uh turned on team wwf in 2001 uh kevin owens is gonna do the same thing tonight for team nxt that he's gonna jump uh to team nxt so you have him shock the world twice if you will maybe um yeah i think uh one guy i think that's gonna be part of team nxt mm-hmm. i think walter's gonna be part of team nxt that'll be a good that, addition that'd be dope uh leo what's your thoughts on this match so i'm gonna go with and, and I know people can say, hey, you're crazy. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Road Dog. No chance. I, we'll see. No chance. I we'll hope see. not. No we'll chance, see. bro. You, Why not? You, you're, 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 Why not? You're, you're ruining NXT as a brand you, if that Because you, you can't have Cole. Well, Cole's going to be fighting Pete Dunne. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. You can't have Cole. So You, got you Ch- can't have Dunne. Okay, so you got Ciampa. Okay. Keith Lee. Okay. Riddle. Walter. And then if Kevin Owens switched, Kevin Owens in there. Okay. There's your five. But what if you don't? What if you can't use? Or them? it could be Balor. Okay, but do you want Balor mm-hmm. and Riddle in the same team when the night before? And now it goes into the whole continuity thing that you always talk about. Remember when you had the whole invasion? With, but how many times oh, have we it. watched a Survivor Series? How many times have we watched Survivor Series matches where you have in the same team people mm-hmm. that are feuding with each other? It's been. <laughs> it's happened before. People are saying, "What the fuck, Leo?" Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm hoping to see Velveteen Dream in the match tonight. He's injured. He's still injured. Yes. He's okay. rumored to mm-hmm. be making his return in 2020. Okay, so now, if mm-hmm. it's not Triple H, Sean, and, and Road Dog, <laughs> That'll okay? be terrible. Let's just go there because people are, like, shitting on I'll, I'll be so upset. I'll be man. upset too, man. What's wrong with you? Yeah. But, okay, so you said Ciampa. No! <laughs> I'm going the right I'm, I'm turning the other. So you said Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said Walter. Yep. Because we got to look at who's been featured. In these invasion angles to have that shot. 
Walter, Walter, Champa, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and if you want to put Balor in there, like I said, it could be Kevin Owens when he turns. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Dinkins is saying Champa, Cole, Lee, and Matt. Cole's having a match, bro. Come on, man. Get with the program. Cole's having a... No, but you can you can have a quick match. At, he's not having two matches after... He can have three matches in 24 nah, hours. Nah, that's not happening, bro. <laughs> that is not happening. Not happening. Uh, Look, not happening. Um, so, okay. So, I, I like the Champa part. Mm-hmm. And, and Walter. Walter. People kind of say I look like Walter when I was young. Um, so, Walter, uh, Champa. Riddle, because he's over. Keith Lee, and that gives you the fifth one. It, and you, and you know what? We, mm. we the, NXT has a, a pretty deep roster. Mm-hmm. Like, look, look yeah. they've, they've been pushing Shane Strickland. You know, uh, Isaiah yeah, yeah. Scott, um, Garza Jr. Garza, yes. yeah. You, who else is on there? Punishment Marks. Uh, your Damian boy. Priest. Your boy. My cousin, your Damian cousin. Priest. Yes. They got a deep Killian, roster. Killian man. Dane. Killian Dane, too. Yeah. You know, they got a deep roster, man. So and, and, uh, hey, hey, it could be a shocker too. It could be the cruiserweight champion. It could be Leo Rush. And and oh, that would be good on the mic. Forget it. Yeah. But what this is this is what we we bring it down to all the time. It's it's gonna make us tune in. Like right now, I usually watch it the day you know the day after the morning after if uh, Sam doesn't spoil it for me. But <laughs> what I like to do, oh, is shut up. I will tune in tonight just to see what happens because I want to see it live. You know what I mean? And that's good. That's good because now, why do you think that they didn't um, name the roster for the NXT team? Because they wanted to make sure people ain't injured from war games. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> that, that's what I'm going with. Because man, they mm-hmm. beat the shit out of each other last night. Uh, Leo, I would have guessed you look like the kid from Up when you were a kid. Damn. All right, let's move on to the Adam Cole Actually, NXT Championship like- match. Adam Cole. Dale. Versus Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn won a triple threat match, which was really, really good thri- triple threat match yes. last night between uh, Damian Priest and Killian Dane. Pete Dunn's the right guy to be facing Cole. Yes, he is mm-hmm. the right guy. He did win in the in the Twitter war. Uh, Adam Cole's dead. I win by default or something like that. <laughs> what did he play? <laughs> um, but Adam Cole is retaining this championship. I love Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. He will make a great NXT champion. But Adam Cole's not dropping this. He's gonna steal a win, if you will. You make a Fagazi finish? Uh, maybe not a Fagazi finish, but I think he's gonna he's gonna steal a win. That's okay. what I'm going with. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite way. I'm gonna go Pete Dunn tonight. Um, the way I see it is, this is an opportune time to take the title off of him, just because of the the carnage that he went through last night. You take the title off him, and maybe we come back and 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 do it again at the next takeover, um, you know. And you got the undisputed era in their tag match, so they're they're already you know focused on something else. You got Roderick Strong and his triple threat. You know everybody's doing their own thing, so you know I think this might be the perfect storm, if you will, in a storyline aspect to maybe give an excuse to take the title off Cole, uh, you know. That's that's the way I'm gonna go and uh, and do my prediction. You know what I mean? Leo, fuck the general. What? What happened? What are we talking about? The, the prediction. No, I think you're gonna have a Fagazi finish. Okay. That's why I was so asking. You're going with Adam Cole. Yeah, All I right. think Adam Cole because what happens is you have to remember too, they've had full matches the night before. Now, on a regular, they do have it. You know where they do these like uh, spot shows, these house shows, and things like that. But you had a pay-per-view where you have to go all out, where you had to be a little crisper than you were the night before. And and I think that that does take away from them 
in the sense that you have to do back-to-back. -back. That's why I didn't like the fact that you have a lot of repeat guys from NXT to Survivor Series. Maybe you could have had one or two, but a lot of those names are going to come back and, and show again tonight, basically. Yeah, but you guys, you also got to keep in mind, they're in the Chicago, they're in Chicago, so it's a smarky crowd. Mm -hmm. So, it, it, you know, it's a given already that a lot of these talent that were wrestling in war games were going to see spotlight in Survivor Series because they're like the faces of the brand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. All right. Um, let's go with the triple threat tag, uh, tag team champions match. You have Undisputed Era, uh, Fish and O'Reilly. Mm -hmm. You got the War Raiders. Yes. Uh, Hanson and Rowe, because I refuse to call their other names. <laughs> and then you got the New Day. Um, you know, this is a match that, um, first of all, I think it's going to be a good match. I would have rather seen the Revival instead of the New Day in the match. But, you know, we got the New Day in there. Um, you know, I think looking at all three teams, I think... A lot of people, New Day's kind of forgettable in, in many ways in this match. And I think New Day might need the win the most. Uh -huh. um, you have the Undisputed Era. They went through hell last night. So, you know, if they lose, it's not necessarily going to hurt them because, you know, of the war they went through last night. And the War Raiders, you know, they, they're champions, and I'm happy they're champions, but it, it, they're kind of forgettable too. But I feel like the New Day might need to win more. So I'm going to go with the New Day on this. Uh, Sam? You see, I was I was thinking New Day as well, but I'm starting to think that Vince really has a thing for the Viking Express, or whatever we want to call them this it's week. The Viking Experience. <laughs> yeah, the Viking Experience. Uh, Roar Raiders, whatever, War, whatever. Uh, the, I'm going to go with the, the Viking Experience. <laughs> 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 the two guys with the titles. That's what we're going to call them. Right, <laughs> Leo, the revival. I think the, no, they're, they're not in the match. Oh yeah, I, I know that was the worst idea though. You should have kept it in the match. I think that's probably why they had the match with the Undisputed Era and NXT. Mm -hmm. They come like, listen, we, we know we took the titles off of you, but hey, you guys are gonna have a match with the Undisputed Era and <laughs> yeah, NXT. But still, it's still, I know. NXT. Yeah. Uh, no, I I think Undisputed Era is gonna take it again. My heart is leaning towards NXT being over, uh, but I do think to to Sammy's point. Uh, McMahon does have so, uh, a special something for those two guys with the belts. Um, so I think Vince, at the end of the day, has the last say. So I think the the Viking guys, those two guys, they're the <laughs> ones that are going to win. Okay. All right. Triple threat women's champion match. Um, Bailey, the SmackDown women's champion. Becky Lynch, the Raw women's champion. And Shayna Baszler, the NXT women's champion. You can make an argument for all three women here. Mm -hmm. I think Bailey needs the win more but at the same time i don't want to see bailey in uh win it because i really one i don't care you two, don't like the two, haircut? no i don't care yeah. and while we did get the heel turn i feel like they haven't done much with yeah. it especially because she's so tied in with sasha banks so she kind of is like the shadow of sasha banks which should be opposite but she's the champion exactly i think they did a uh, they've done a horrible job with bailey I know she she's had a couple attacks here and there with Shayna Baszler, so I'm more leaning towards more of a Shayna Becky win here. Mm -hmm. If Becky wins, I feel like she doesn't really gain much out of it. She's still gonna be Becky Lynch the man. If she, Becky catches the L, yeah, it won't hurt her. I'm going with Shayna Baszler. I think uh, you know she picks up a win, kind of uh, you know. Uh, not cancel cancels out the loss that she got last night, but kind of redeems herself a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I go with Shayna Baszler on this. Sam, 
Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Bailey on on, on this one. Um, I feel like I I'm gonna say that they've actually done a pretty decent job with uh with Bailey. I feel like it's been a slow, gradual turn to her heel turn. <laughs> yeah. We finally got the heel turn. Um, it was kind of like a weird heel turn at, at at first, and then we got like the full blown. You know where she cuts her hair, she cuts down the Bailey buddies and everything like that. But I feel like they're slowly building towards a Sasha Banks Bailey feud here. Um, I was listening to Corey Graves' podcast um, on my way to work the other day, and he asked her, um, you know, how do you feel about like being a second to Sasha? Or do you think that this heel turn would have happened? Uh, had Sasha not been involved or something, she hangs up on him. And I, I feel like they're tying kayfabe in a little bit with that that podcast. So I feel like, I don't know, man, there's just something going on there that I, I feel like we're finally going to get, you know, Sasha, uh, Sasha versus Bailey uh, 2, which we wanted for a long time ever since Brooklyn uh, at, at WrestleMania. Uh, so I feel like they're going to build on that. Maybe we see Sasha get involved in tonight's match and uh, we see Bailey, you know, take the win. Leo, where's Ronda Rousey? She's chilling, man. I know some pe- there was some speculation that they said that she retired. I don't think she's retired. No, I don't think she retired. That's I think I think she's going to be surprise entering the Royal Rumble. That's just me. Same. But, yeah. Um, what if, what if she's a surprise attack to Becky Lynch and cost her the title to help her friend Shayna Baszler win? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Leo. Sure you I, were. Sure. I really was, man. I was thinking the same thing. But I, I'm going to agree with Mario here and think that she's going to show up at the Royal Rumble. We're going to see the one-on-one match that we should have saw at 35 between Ronda Rousey and um, Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 36. Remember, uh, don't forget that yeah. uh, that triple threat match at WrestleMania, Becky won very shady. Like that pin yeah. wasn't a pin. No, no, no. Yeah, then they went back to it. Jessica Hoffman saying, I think it's going to come down to Becky and the Queen of Spades or a shady interference by Banks. You know what it is? And and I know you kind of, Sam, you kind of disagree. You think they've done a good job with Bailey. I feel like Bailey's kind of forgettable in this three-way. You're you're wrong, Sam. That's wrong. No, no, no. Sam is entitled to his own opinion. No, I'm not going to say that. Sam is entitled to his own opinion. But I feel like Bailey's forgettable in this three-way. I think the, for me as a viewer, I feel like I'm more focused on Shayna and Becky. And and that's why I think Bailey's going to win it. I feel like, you know, she's been the one in the shadows. She's been doing the sneak attack saying, hey, don't forget about me. I'm here. You know what I mean? I, I just I feel like if SmackDown is going to win one of these matches, it's going to be this one. So this is the turning point, basically. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, this is going to be one of those moments of the build between Sasha and Bailey mm-hmm. that you're going to see in the video package come WrestleMania before their match. Okay. 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 Good, good point. Good point. All right. Two guys. Let's move on. Dale. Uh, Universal title match. We got the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defending the Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. You know, this is a few that kind of got, like, reintroduced to us and kind of got rushed in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... Even though it's rushed, they've done an okay job with it. Anytime you see Bray Wyatt on on TV with his segments, it's just entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I like how they they they're telling us the story with Daniel Bryan. He's unstable, so he's confused whether he wants to restart the Yes Movement or not. So you get like it's it's a great area with him. He's not necessarily a face or a heel right now. You're blurring the lines, blurring the lines, and mm-hmm. I think there's going to be an interesting dynamic for tonight because you know 
while the fiend he attacks people and he's supposed to be a heel everybody loves him so you're gonna get like the dueling chance from the chicago crowd mm-hmm. like let's go brian let's go bray um but bray is not dropping this no. title no, no, bray no, no, needs no. to have a long championship r- uh, run i'm going they should make it a year-long run with him um are we gonna get that no we might get a uh, a title run till wrestlemania i don't know but for me if you put the title on the guy mm-hmm. give him a long fucking run Daniel Bryan doesn't need the win. Uh, Daniel Bryan losing to Bray Wyatt is not going to hurt Daniel Bryan. Because let's be honest here. Daniel Bryan's been making guys in 2019, and he's also been like a top performer at that. Um, so yeah. Bray Wyatt for the win. Sammy Suplex. This I'm going to call it right now. We see all these dream matches here tonight, and I'm going to shout out Dream Wrestling. Uh, Andy Santos has just joined us. Um, all these dream matches tonight, this is going to be the match of the night. And you want to know why? Because Daniel Bryan is in this match. And they're going to tell a fucking phenomenal story. Let's go back to the Royal Rumble in, I think, 2016, where they opened that pay-per-view. They had the match of the night that night. And they're going to do it again tonight here at Survivor Series. Fiend wins, retains his title. But this is the match that everybody's going to be talking about tomorrow. Different characters. You can't make the, the Fiend look weak. Supposedly, the Fiend is Bray Wyatt on steroids. Uh, you know. No pun intended, um, but no, no, but but that's what supposedly it is, right? That's that's where the bad side comes out of Bray Wyatt. So how are you gonna have this the superhero type or supervillain type fiend look very weak against uh, Daniel Bryan? They could still have a competitive match. Yeah, but oh, you yeah. can't. But you can't make you, him look weak, I, though. He had a competitive match at Rollins at Money in the Sand. I don't think we're going to see Daniel Bryan make him look weak. I think we're going to see the complete opposite, where yeah. the same thing that we saw with uh, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, where he just pops up and he just keeps coming back, keeps coming back, very Undertaker Jace, yeah. where I feel like a lot of people are, are missing this. That heel thing on his hand, where he brought Ramblin' Rabbit back to life, yeah. that's, that's part of his supernatural powers. He can heal. You know what I mean? That's why he's no selling shit. This is part of his whole character and things like mm-hmm. that. And I feel like with Daniel Bryan being in this match, we're going to see a really well-told story where you know we've seen the conflict that Daniel Bryan's going through. Is he the leader of the Yes movement, or is he still kind of like, nah, fuck that. I'm just, I'm just Daniel. You know what I mean? I'm just wearing all black. I'm not going to cater to the crowd. I'm just going to be me. I'm I'm telling you, man, this is going to be the match of the night. Well, we'll, we'll see. And, and hopefully it is because that's, that's why we tune in to be able to see these things happen. Uh, Andy Santos is saying, I just hope they get rid of the red light. Yeah, I don't need to see the red light during the, every Fiend match. That's it kind of takes away from the match. It's cool during the entrances, but like... That feels Sin ish I don't need to see it for every fucking match, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is one thing that is kind of lame. <laughs> You know, there's no other word for it. It's just lame. Go ahead, Mario. What else do we have? Uh, and we have uh, the WWE Championship match. We have Brock Lesnar defending his WWE World Title against Rey Mysterio. And just like that, it's over. That's it. Squash match. I think it's gonna. <laughs> I think no. I think it's the. I think it's gonna be the total opposite. I think because it's a no DQ, they're gonna give this match time. Brock Lesnar's the type of guy that works well with smaller people. Look at what he did with AJ. Look what he did with Daniel Bryan. Look what he did with Finn Balor. How much time do you think he... Look what he did with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam when he was motivated to actually work. I think this match, they're going to give this match time, and as crazy as it sounds, I think Mysterio's going to win this. How? 
I'm, I'm just I'm just going with Mysterio. That you know, I, I'm going with Mysterio. That's my that's my pick. My pick, squash match, uh, Lesnar wins. Okay, Sam. As much as I would like to agree with you, Mario, because I would love to see it, especially for Ray at this point in his career. Um, I think I don't think it's going to be a squash match. I think it's going to be a competitive match. I think it's going to be probably one of Ray's better matches uh, in the last couple of years because I think Brock really shines when he works with a smaller guy. Um, but I got to see Lesnar retain in this one. Uh, that's that's my pick for tonight. Leo, what, what's wrong, bro? Huh? What's wrong? No, 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 nothing. nothing. No, 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 no. Come on. It's, it's squash match. Like, is Lesnar going to close out the uh, the pay-per-view? Well, we don't know that. No. I think he is. He's not. Uh, how are you going to have? Maybe he's maybe he's in between somewhere. Maybe he starts because he doesn't finish it. He, do, he doesn't want to be in the middle. Well, AJ, AJ Styles and Lesnar wasn't, uh, didn't start the show, and it wasn't the main event either. I don't mm. know. I just, Good point. I just, I don't know. And guess what? That match that happened that year was one of the matches of the year. No, I know. I know. And, I know. It, was, and it wasn't a main event, and it didn't start the show. But what, what I'm saying is, if he's going to drop the belt, he's going to have an issue with it. You know what I mean? So if he's going to drop the belt, that's going to be one of the earlier matches. He's not going to close out the show. He closed out the show at SummerSlam a couple years ago with Roman Reigns, and he dropped the belt. No, fuck Roman Reigns. Uh, Gallo <laughs> Barazueta is saying, Rey Mysterio, Mario, please explain why he would win. I just think the you whole— You have a feeling. I just That's my feeling. I think the whole story they're telling with his son getting attacked you know, by Lesnar, I think Mysterio wants to get his revenge. The fact that there's no DQ. Do you think he'll be involved, Dominico? Po- possibly. What about Cain Velasquez? I mean, he was training the performance center. Who knows? Maybe we see Kane interfere. I, yeah. I, and and listen, if it doesn't happen, I'm not gonna cry about it. Like, cool, Lesnar won it. Yeah. But um, I do think this is gonna be a really good match. You know. This the story makes sense for Ray to win. There you the go. Only reason, yeah. The only reason why I don't pick him is because it's Brock. You know what I mean? You never know with Brock. You know, you don't know if he's gonna be taking a couple months off. Or if you know he's gonna be popping back up at Royal Rumble or well, what's going to happen? He's been on TV a lot, so yeah, yeah point, his contract is a little different this year. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? You know what I mean? But um, the the story definitely calls for a Rey Mysterio win. But I'm gonna stick to my guns and, and say Brock's gonna retain. And that is Survivor Series, my friends. There you go. That's Survivor Series, my old friend. All right. Leo, do you have any plugs in before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh, go to LosRadio.com. We've uh, put some work in. Uh, a couple of the guys that are coding the website, we've uh, updated a couple of things. If you guys have a show or know of a show that would be good for Los Radio, we're looking for any type of show, uh, music, entertainment. We actually added a webcomic show uh, within the last couple of days. Um, and just, yeah, go to LosRadio.com. Check us out, LosRadio.com everywhere. You can also follow me, Show Futboleo everywhere. Uh, we had a FIFA tournament. We had a good turnout yesterday for the finals of the Libertadores Cup. You Puerto Ricans don't know anything about that, but it's okay. Um, LosRadio.com. <laughs> Sam, do you have any plugs, in since you're making your return on this week's episode? Squash, yeah, get out. Yeah, man. Um, you go... I do this every time I'm on the show. Uh, I shout out an Instagram page that is uh, either a wrestling fan or a wrestling page. Uh-huh. So uh, today I'm going to be shouting out the Tiffany Bella. Okay, can you uh, pause real quick? Because I just got to give you a round of applause for being yeah. prepared. Yeah, baby. Woo! I was waiting. I was looking at the camera 
I was looking for him to go. If you're if you if you're new to the show, right? This is a gimmick that Sam started, which is a great gimmick. You know, he shouts people out. But apparently, the gimmick that he started, he's been botching for the past couple episodes. On the first show. Oh, yeah, I have somebody to, to shout out. Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> And then it's funny because Sam, like, this is a gimmick you started, and like last week he wasn't on the show, or whatever. So I always do like your plug for you. I'll be like, oh, you know, shout out to you know, to, you can find Sammy at Sammy's Suplex, and I'll be like, you know, since, and I'm gonna do Sam's gimmick because I can do better than him, and then I'll just instantly just you. Know. But right. you're so, prepared, so, bro. So okay, so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead with the with the Daddy. shout out. Yeah, man, go go follow the Tiffany Bella. Uh, she's a pretty dope chick. Uh, she just met Psycho Sid today. And she's consistently posting about wrestling. She posts music videos and stuff like that. Very cool. Um, you could go follow me at Sammy Suplex everywhere. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, go follow Lucha Outsiders on Twitter. Um, I'm on Snapchat as Sammy Suplex. And I'm on Pokemon Go as Sammy Suplex. I'm everywhere as Sammy Suplex. So <laughs> go find me. Go find me. I know oh, Mario hates that. <laughs> go find me wherever you want to find me, and I hope you have a uh, great uh, Is your AOL screen name Sammy Suplex, too? My AOL screen name Sammy what Suplex. What about Absolutely. Messenger? AIM. AIM? You AIM. Too? Remember AIM? MySpace? I'm, I'm Sammy Suplex on there as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> I, don't, I don't even know how to. I don't, I'm kind there's of. No follow up. I don't know how to follow there's, that there's up. No follow All right. Up. There's no. You can follow me at Rated RC. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the Pokemon Go thing, man. Hey, and the worst I'm part telling is, you, we, we part out here trying is. to be the best <sighs> we ever can be, all right? I, I think I botched that, too. Yeah, I, I think. I'm going to download Pokemon Go and look for Sammy Suplex. You played yourself. All right, all right, all right. You can find me at Rated R since 87. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders <sighs> everywhere. Also, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast needs. And Fridays at 5 o'clock. You want to bring that down a little bit, Leo? No. So we can no. do our, no. you know, our talking segment like during that? the... I mean, you can play up a little bit. Hello, people. It's not, it's not Fridays at 5 o'clock. Mondays at 5 o'clock? Mondays. At least you heard it. Mondays at 5 o'clock. LosRadio.com. LosRadio.com app. Also, go to the new and improved LuchaOutsiders.com and get... The official yeah. merch, just like our boy, Mr. Dream, Dream Match Wrestling. He copped the Lucha Outsiders ECW-esque shirt. Si, senor, si, senor. We have them all up there. Any uh, design that we have is up there. But, hey, it, w- it was an okay show. Yeah, Sam so, returned. Uh, yeah, and, and Sammy was, uh, you know, he had, he had to put over WWE, you know. Hey, this was really bad booking. No, I think this was okay. Come on, Sam. I think you guys are being a little too hard on the Bailey storyline, man. It's slowly out- evolving. It's it's slow build. It's not a very fast story. This has been going on for months. I think and with Bailey, they started out good, yeah. and I think they've lost me as a fan. Of course. They haven't really got me, given me a reason to care about her. I mean, because she's Sasha Banks's shadow. Yeah, you use That's the haircut. The story, bro. That's the story. She's Sasha Banks's shadow, and when it comes oh. down to it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Sammy, how, how many fun- Funko Pops do you have behind you? Thirty-nine. I, I don't know. I think it's thirty something. There you go. What's your favorite one? The wrestling oh, figure next man. to it. Uh, Come on, Sammy. We only got 30 seconds. 29. Uh, 28. <laughs> Just pick one, Sammy. Watch okay. you pick one and they all fall. <laughs> I know, right? Pick the one from the bottom, Sam. The one from the bottom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And he all right. signed, too. Go. For the old man, Leo. Yeah. For, for Sammy Suplex. Pop. I'm your truly Mr. Rated R. Keep it Rated R and stay too sweet. 
Enjoy Survivor Series. Bitch!